Welcome to this week's episode of Brews, Views, and Other Nerdities. Today is uh, March 6th, and I am Leonard Martinez. And I am Gregory. Uh, in March 6th, 2021, just, uh, I, this is like a slew of uh, the backlog that we're trying to do post on, so I guess we're going to put the year in there, because uh, I think the first episode is December, gosh, the first episode that I did with uh, Tim might have been December of 2019. So I was listening to episode one and two, and the, the formats kind of changed um, a bunch. And I wanted to see, yeah, definitely the formats changed a bunch. We we're trying to do segments, and now I think we've kind of, uh, and I was very organized and structured and research and detail oriented, and that's kind of all all been thrown out the window. So yeah, um, it's more of a free flow, um, you know, although there are things that we'll talk about today. Uh, but it's a different it's a different show than it was a year gee almost a year and a half ago um so what would uh let's start out with a port when the one thing um we were talking about uh we're texting is like we were i wanted to do cocoa hut but you said you're out of it yeah i ran through that pretty quick that's one of my favorite beers especially from green cheek so yeah i yeah i I completely forgot that you were that you got me a four pack of that so yeah i was like oh yeah and i saw that i was like okay that's already gonna be it's gone Gee, so you you mm-hmm. you went right through that thing, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. That's like sense, you know. And that's also it's more uh, crushable. I think it's like six per, six something percent. So it's not like it's a super heavy beer. So yeah. so I bought I bought a bunch of it. So I have yeah. uh, oh, I have uh, it's uh, gosh man my eyesight. The older I get, the worse my eyes get. Six point one, six point one, six point one. There you go. So let's get to the uh, so no, so no cocoa hut for you. So it's going to be the first time I think nope. we're, we're not on uh, we're not on the same level of we're not doing the same beers. So, but I do not have balanced. The, yeah, I do have the other the other two, but the the IPA the IPAs I guess will be off. So do you want to okay. start? Do you want to start with the IPA? Or do you want to start with the uh, with the? Um, I had the chromatic. I I gave you the uh, yeah. Mine was chromatic EBK and then the um, yeah. The, 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 so, the fruit so you're not going to start with the the achromatic though, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're going to start with yeah, the stag. Oh, wow. I, Did you start? I, I've, been, the... I've, I've actually been wanting to pop this since you brought it over, and I was like, I'm going to hold out. I'm going to I'm going to re- I'm going to I'm going to refrain myself. <laughs> so to, for you, know, so your first beer, we're going to go right into an imperial stout. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You got to go deep. You got to go uh, at eleven point six percent. You're just going to start that right off the bat, right? Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. This, wait, this is your first drink of the day, or you've like had a a, a primer? No, this is my first drink of the day. Wow. I've, I've I learned my lesson from a couple of shows back where I was all over the place and pretty sloppy drunk. So so. so um so it's one o'clock in the afternoon because we needed to yeah. do a little bit of early show because of the uh, fights that are coming on through the ufc fight it's a big like it's a big card you're gonna watch, oh, you gonna yeah. watch it today i i hopefully i can see it in one of the discords that i go to so hopefully they get it like dana's can like dana's can, like dana's can, <laughs> he he's got search he's got search like like he, millions of those discords he, too. Haven't, you, haven't you heard his uh haven't you heard him he's going after that like uh I'm, yeah. i pay, I, pay um, I officially pay for my uh, all my um, ufc the owner actually pays for the fight, and then he, you know, and then if somebody wants to see it, so it's, you know, I mean, I look at it the same different, you know, same thing as when I go down to your house. Uh, you know, it's not All like right. I'm, you know. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, what's the difference yeah, yeah. with me going down to your house and you get the fight and I'm watching it? Dana's yeah. get like the, like Dana's coming like, after you. It's like Dana's coming after you. <laughs> Like that, I, I don't have anything. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, so if this was earlier in the morning, it is a coffee beer. So, I mean, it, it is, is exactly. kind of a, it is kind of a brunch. It is kind of a brunch type uh, stout, yeah. right? Oh yeah, it's so, a coffee, uh, coffee maple. 
Yeah, so a coffee maple, maple, a chromatic imperial stout. This is obviously from uh, um, Weldworks. Weldworks, which uh, I have been to, by the way. Yeah, yeah. In in Greeley, I believe it's in Greeley, Colorado. Um, all right, let's let's pop this guy and see what, okay. what, what, what we got. I brought my I brought an actual brought the bottle logic uh, opener this time because last time I couldn't open the bottle. That was easy. And like how much of a how much of a pour are you gonna do on this? Oh, it's hundred percent. It's all it's all well, going well, all in. Yeah, but it won't fit in the and it's not all gonna fit in the glass. It's a it's a what is this like a five hundred milliliter bottle? So it's the same as a as a Pliny, and Pliny fits all all the way in. So you're gonna go for a full pour? Wow. Okay. Let's see yeah, I know. I know. If, 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 if you're right, though, if, we, if I was down your house, it would be like you know, this is like a, a regular pour. Yeah, yeah be, we'd split this. Yeah, yeah. You you know, cap it up, and but uh, you know, you don't have that. Uh, yeah. So. Although the uh, getting to the politics uh, side of this is uh, the vaccine is going to be available to every adult who wants it or by by the end of May. So are you going to get vaccinated or not? Uh, I probably will. You know, I probably will. I mean, we'll see. You know, I mean, I probably already had it already. I mean, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm probably already been infected. Like, has, you, has nobody have, have you have you managed to escape uh, to escape the uh, well, the, I, death that is well the, the thing. Uh, so what I've been telling everyone, I'm, I'm an uh, I'm an introvert. So, what yeah, am I, but where no, am I? Yeah, but you still work. Yeah, but you still work, and you're going out with the with people. Yeah, but we were we were stay at home until July 1st of last year, and then when you take a look at it, I work in my office, and no one really comes into my office. And then as soon as they come into um, my office, we each put the mask on. And but what the, about your? But your kids go out, and you know, and they you barely, know, it's like, uh, we're all introverts. Barry, you know, John, oh, you know, John and Enrique, <laughs> they play the games online, so they don't they don't. Mm. Uh, it's it's a very it's so three of the four of us are introverts um so i think it's uh you know know, it's like the thing you know it's like uh you know it's like like what's that what's that part where like uh where um what's his face is Blair, like, Blair's the, the simulation. simulation yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like the odds like one or more party members has been affected like like like, a, like, yeah. like a, what now wasn't was it what was the percentage I don't remember that? but it was uh, like like the <laughs> it was a like high the, percentage like, like seventy five or something like three thousand hours like before like the whole like, or three yeah, thousand before full <laughs> contamination yeah yeah, yeah uh, all right so. let me take a picture of this because I have oh, to, yeah, I have yeah. to do a you now and take a picture. You're right. I forget. I should have been doing that. This is called achromatic imperial stout. 11 percent C- coffee maple achromatic. So, oh yes, that's like a so that's, it's a, a, so it's a, a variant. variant. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's okay. an adjunct variant. Okay. Yeah. No, I have a. I mean, we have, we all have a pretty good immune system. So if we had it, we may have had it mildly. But uh, I just got the uh, vaccine last week, like dose one of the vaccine last week. So oh, so you've already you've already uh, got it then. The so first you've... the first round of the vaccine, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Well, don't forget we're 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 in education, so so we're like the next uh, priority group. So there's a there's Kaiser's doing it. We have a um, partnership with the hospital, local hospital at the district, and so people are getting it pretty quickly now. But but Newsom okay. Newsom says he's going to vaccinate three million Californians a week by the end of this month, and four million a week by the end of April. So based on that data, everyone who wants it should have it by the end of May. 
Yeah. See, my my thing is because um, everything's been opening up and stuff. Like it's uh, it's kind of slowly, but everything is. My thing is, I mean, pretty much everybody's already had it already. It's like we got to that point. Yeah. Now where, yeah. yeah. Well, so the, so the they're saying is that people people have either had like I forgot a call coworker of mine said a certain percentage of people have had it already a certain yeah. percentage of people have the vaccine now so therefore yeah. the, the numbers have, I and mean, if you take a look at the numbers I think in January there was one point where we we're at like nineteen thousand cases a day I think that oh, I yeah, think, yeah, I think yeah. we might have yeah. hit like a twenty one or twenty two thousand cases a day and I think yeah. this morning we're at twenty two hundred. So okay, well, it, it's, I, it's decreased tenfold in a matter of a, yeah. a month and a half. It's crazy. I remember at one point it was like, there were like one in 20 and then it was like one in like one in four. And it was like, basically you're going to get it. And, and you yeah. know, so yeah. now it's, now it's went back to like, I think, I don't know, they said super high now, like one in something. So there you go. All right. So you ready to you toast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cheers. 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 Yeah, but right off the bat, too sweet. Like too sweet for me. It, it, yeah, you're right. It is very sweet, and also like it's even though I see carbonation in it, it's kind of like a like a flatter, like um, yeah, like very dark and flat. And I like um, the I like the coffee, but that maple's very is very very tricky to get that maple balanced out. And I don't think I've true. had too many co- uh, too many beers that have the maple that that just use like you just want a touch of it. This is like cloyingly sweet, I think. That's true. Yeah, this yeah, this almost kind of oh. borders on the uh, the mead stout, you know, um where it almost feels like it has la- well, I guess the, I guess the maple makes it for the lactose for the sweetness. So yeah, they probably put a lot of it in here. If you then now if this was a, a barrel date, maybe that that bourbon might balance out the the sweetness of the uh, maple syrup. Yeah, for sure. Good. Very good, very good. Uh, probably a little too sweet for my taste. Yeah. This is yeah. not this is not a full pour for me. This would be oh. like a like a five six ounce uh, pour to, true, to be able true. to handle the sweetness of this for me. Yeah, I've I've, I've um, yeah, I think I'm the opposite now, where I can handle a lot more sweetness, whereas now the sourness of the you know various sours, the Berlin or vices that are, I feel like I, I can't handle it anymore. It's like really? a, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I, I had that one, that one a while back, or that Blackstack one, and. It was black stack, um, the, the, blackberry, the French toast. French toast. That yeah, was too sweet. That, uh, that was too sweet. Yeah, you, and you had you had told me about that too. Yeah. You, I think you had you, said what, that. Did you say you thought it was infected? No, I thought it was infected. No. I, I, it did not. I mean, it, it, the adjuncts did match up to the you know the um, the uh, blueberry and the uh, what was it the, uh, the other the adjuncts did add up, but it was just so sour on the on the, on the initial punch that it was it just didn't seem like uh, when when we compared it to the the cherry the cherry one they had which was a uh, which we liked. balanced yeah I like that one it was this was like it just was not the same you know it was just, I think we opened that on the show too I think the, yeah, I think, yeah, the black that cherry. Yeah, that one was that one has had had better balance, and this one just the balance is completely one sided. At least for me, because I I've seen I looked at the uh, the the untapped reviews on it, and people are like, "Oh, it's sweet," and, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, what are you talking about? This this there was zero sweetness in this beer for me." No. Uh, did you did you like did did you roll it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's good. I don't think that's, that would have helped. Did you, did you roll it? <laughs> no, no. Actually, well, it's funny because the beer itself was it had, it had like a lot of like the white stuff in there, which I don't know like, probably like the floaties. <laughs> it was yeah, it was very. And I tell you, it kind of reminded me of the uh, of the white chocolate the thing oh, that the, when Tony got yeah. that infected bottle. Yeah, there were like little white BBs in there. <laughs> I think you probably needed to roll. You needed to roll the can. I don't think that was going to help. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah. one of the things I want to start out with, and you know, I guess I listened to the the first episode with uh, with Timothy, um, and we started talking about during that first show, like, and we hadn't done it with you just because you kind of just uh, came in really kind of as a, as a replacement for Tim, and we just kept on, we just like kept on going. But one of the things I want to talk about, like, when did you start? When did you, what was your first experiences experiences with film? Uh, making or liking that's uh, well let's um, well, i mean we'll talk about the liking first and which ultimately will lead into oh, the topic of making and, and writing so but what what stood out for you is like the first films you remember as a child that were really you know significant for you growing up okay this is going to be this is a weird one because i can say something but it might not be 100 percent accurate because i really can't you know I'm a little bit older too so it's going to be hard for me to remember but the um because um, back in the day when we were kids, we used to, used to kind of follow our one of our cousins, uh, Pete, and uh, you know our cousin Pete and cousin Danny. And at that time, you know they were like, you know they were like uh, into the into the movie stuff where they were they were starting to do stop animation with their dolls, their uh, their Planet of the Apes dolls and their Star Wars dolls, and they got that idea of being in the films. And um, I don't know, I just kind of it just kind of carried on from there. Where like because they were doing it. It was kind of like a like a cool thing, like hey, you know, like like you know, we, even though we never did stop animation like they did, I guess at some point they were like, hey, let's make a let's make a movie, and it was if I'm not mistaken, and I had to consult Pete or, but the first movie that inspired all of I you know him was the um, the Warriors, which was I I can't I remember the year, but it's got to be in the late seventies. Yeah. That's the first movie that got him into, you know, wanting to make a movie. And I believe that's the first movie that they ever made. And that's what kind of got the ball rolling for us and for me. And I wasn't in that movie that they made. So, and so, so the Warriors was a, was one of the first movies you said, Hey, we, we want to be, because the whole premise of the Warriors, like they're, they're gangs, right? And they're, <laughs> they're at a gang, like a gang conference yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's kind of weird if you think about it, when you put it, when you put it like that, it's about gang, literally about gangs beating up each other. And well, not necessarily, but it's no, like a whole, the, no, we're, gonna, the we're gonna come together. Yeah. Like, at the beginning, they're take the man night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the premise is kind of you know when you think about it, it's like wow, this is not that no, like noble of a of a ideal, but something about it. Just saying, you know, I think a lot of it too was the coolness of the of the gang back in the seventies, the uh, the warriors with their with their leather jackets, their tan. I was like a brownish tan leather jackets, and some of the characters were cool. And the one that really really made us like, well, but this is a cool character was the Ajax character. That's the you know, uh, at, that's the, what was his name. Um, James Remar, no, not James Remar. Um, what is that guy's name? I, I, I was forgetting yeah, his name. Yeah, James Remar. No, is it James Remar? No, right. James Remar is the uh, the guy that the other one, the from uh, Southern Comfort. The uh, is he the one from Southern Comfort? The, like what, like be... uh, Gary? Like yeah, Gary, what's our producer? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, are you thinking of Fred Ward? Fred. Oh, you know, you're right. It is James Remar because Fred yeah. Ward is. Yeah. Okay. So okay, yeah, you're right. It is James Remar. Yeah, James Remar plays the the uh, the tough warrior because. Some of them were kind of like, yeah, kind of floopy. You know, there was the tagger guy. There was the uh, the infiltrator, and each one had their own roles. There was a leader, Swan, but the Ajax was like the muscle, even though he wasn't that you know big of a guy. He was just yeah. he was like the he muscle guy. Fight. He liked to fight. 
He liked to fight. He wanted to get into scrap. And for some reason, as kids, I don't know, we liked that, you know. And then, and 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 also one of our other favorite care, our favorite uh, gang was the uh, baseball theories. Oh yeah, the, like uh, the Yankee, it, like the guys with the Yankee uniforms yeah, on. Yeah, right? what the hell? What the make? Like it, like, it, like it was like Kiss. Yeah, Kiss, kiss beats like Yankees. baseball. <laughs> yeah, Kiss and Yankees, like uh, yeah. power, power up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why it kind of it kind of was made sense too, because this is also that same time we're probably getting into like you know starting to find our way music wise. I remember Danny was in a Kiss already. He was already like uh, uh you know converted over to rock and roll and heavy metal, and it was kind of like you know we we were barely getting there. We were still Mighty Six Ninety or even before that. You know uh, Weird Al Yankovic stuff and um know, stuff. uh Dr. Dement like Dr. Demento. Dr. Demento, yeah, those are those are classics. Yeah, so we weren't really uh, um um you know we didn't we didn't get a our our, um, our junior high where we kind of almost what seventh or eighth grade where you kind of knew what you were going to be in your music wise so yeah so when you know you saw that it's like oh it's like kiss and they got you know they got the bats and they're beating up people and you know so that was cool too and yeah that was the first thing that, so um, what about but what about before that though because i mean you're you're middle school that what what i mean what movies i mean when i when i tell my side of this and during episode one I start talking about like uh, when Nana used to take us like to the Vagabond, and oh, you know yeah, we used to yeah. watch like the Wizard of Oz and uh, and like the Thief of Baghdad. Like, the, the, you don't feel like those experiences kind of contributed really. to no, really, no, not really. I don't, uh, and because even for me, like when I, when I started writing stuff, and that was like well, I was like man, maybe I think my first thing was maybe like in the eighties, maybe like early eighties. You know, so that even then, I wasn't really thinking about that. Where I think it was, you see something you like, and then you start writing about it. I think I actually started writing more than I did uh, making movies on my own, as opposed to like where we get together with Pete and make a movie. And then um, I don't know, I just kind of like hit a hit a point. I think it was like eighty five where I just stopped. And I you know I wrote that last script, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know, it's over. So can you and, remember uh, the first like the first things you were your first story concepts you were playing around with back in no, uh, back it in It had to be horror. Had it was horror stuff. It was it was all horror stuff, but that was kind of, but that was still kind of collaborations. You know, we were you know, but the my first the first thing on myself was the first thing by myself was the high school thing that I did the uh, the uh, the pre freaks uh, freaks and geeks that that uh, Judd Apatow stole from me. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I, yeah, I was well because uh, you know my original script, which which came out in what which I think I wrote that in about eighty five or eighty four. You know, I, you know it's a you know it's like a high school thing. It was like a coming of age thing that we were, we were going to do, and I don't I have no idea why, but I just I wanted to do this. And, you know me; it takes a lot to move me to, for, to do something. So, for some reason, I I, I must have wrote. I don't have the script anymore. I must have wrote at least thirty plus pages. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was like a big, thick thing. You and, know. And was this a comedy? Was it a drama? Was uh, it... it was. It was basically it's freaks and geeks. It was literally freaks and geeks. And the and the opening. The only thing that we ever filmed. We we did some test footage of that. We were down at Tony's mom's house back in the day, and I had you know I had Tony was with me, Mark, and a couple of other people that were, were supposedly going to be in there that I wanted to cast. And, you know, we were kind of practicing with it and, you know, seeing how, you know, the, the various places we were going to film. We knew we were going to film in, in the junior high because that's what was, the intro scene was going to be walking through that. It was going to have Tony with some, um, I think it was one of the, when it was a girl that we had known. And she, you know, so it was stuff like that. It was like silly things. And, and I, I remember, it was actually kind of a bad story too, but I, I remember I was trying to cast like um, certain females. It was like, it was like everybody that like we know. <laughs> Yeah. You know, everybody that we knew at the time. So, you know, so 
you know, so I, I just remember one night, just you know, and I, this is really bad. And I really shouldn't even talk about this, but uh, it, you know, it was, it was late at night, and and one of our one of my friends, one of our rockabilly friends, had um had like a little scooter thing, and uh, and I don't know, you know, me I, at the time I was like, I was like, maybe it was like maybe like sixteen or whatever. So you know, so I didn't have a license. I wasn't driving like that. So I, for some reason, I, you know, I was like drinking, and I thought I'd get on the scooter and go over and and uh, and, you know, and start uh, passing out my script to people. So so basically, I just did that. And I didn't think about it. all I knew in the you know on the bike was push the push the thing oh, and go. And you crashed yeah, so it. Was, you crashed it. No, I didn't crash it. Oh, but okay. I, I just realized that it was it was the stupidest thing drinking without even knowing you know. And I, I you know I understood the concept of the rules of you know the turning and the green lights and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it was just so so stupid. And I guess it was kind of punk rock because that's that's the way we are. You know, just don't give a crap. And I just remember going to one of our friends' house. Uh, her name is Jolene, and she I guess she was going to play the lead. Even though now I think about it, that was completely bad casting by me and she was like yeah i'll do it but then uh, something happened after with um with tony because she was going out with tony at the time and yeah she she, she destroyed that footage that, that we had t- we had taken <laughs> after <laughs> because something because of something else on the, on the videotape she had saw it and she destroyed the, the entire oh, uh, our entire uh, uh footage that we had filmed let's so. keep this rated g Let, let's like keep it oh, rated no, it wasn't, g. no it wasn't yeah it wasn't that it wasn't that bad but it was oh, you know, okay it was, yeah. so um then this i assume someone had one of those big over the shoulder uh video camera vhs camcorder yeah. right yeah it was the yeah yeah we had the camcorder that's and that's part of the whole thing that was the camcorder and um, you know, when we had that, it was like, hey, we could do whatever we yeah, want now. We could the film access. anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and well, that thing was like a that was a dinosaur thing. But back in the day, that was a uh, you know. Well, that take, was take, the, a, the, take a look at what they're doing now with the iPhone. Supposedly, they're shooting movies on iPhones oh, now. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I mean, even beyond that, the whole uh, the found footage thing, which is literally you could have whatever you have on you, uh, you know, a cell phone, uh, eight millimeter camera, via, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just like it's it's a found footage thing, so you can make a really low budget movie and it's okay you know as long as you have a good script and decent actors to do it but yeah that's so that so that was like my first uh first uh actual writing that i wanted to do something and any so what other any other creative projects during that time or since uh, no 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 not since because i've i've uh like i said that was pretty much it for me like i just got like that was the end of that uh, only recently have i had that idea of uh going back and redoing that you know because of course i do if i do it now it's gonna be like oh you're copying uh judd apatow and all these other programs but like no i, I did this a long time ago it's like you know it's I want I want to do that. That's why I was asking you for like insight because you you are a, a graduate of writing. So I want to uh, you know I wanted to get some advice on um, and more so not so much the story itself, but on how to um, like the template for the uh, writing a script. Oh yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, so that's, I've uh, I've uh, so I, I just published my third book um, probably a month ago. So. Um, you so just like you're like a one hit wonder. You just want to focus on one thing because I figure you. If you, you would, I figure you would have like a horror story in you somewhere. Yeah, no? that's that's the other thing. That's the other thing that were horror stories were things that we worked on. But you know, nobody. And then after what I guess what happened was because most of the stuff that we were filming, like what that Pete was into, because Pete was really like the catalyst. We kind of like you know we would do like oh he wants to do this. Yeah, Southern Comfort was also another big influence on on us. Um, that was a big influence. I don't know why, but for some reason, you know, that was a big thing in war movies, like Twilight Zone. He was a captivated for Twilight Zone. But so we, I kind of, we kind of never really had our own ideas. Like even if we were doing like, I, I remember I brought up the idea that we should do like a creep show thing. We should do an anthology. Yeah, yeah. Or, 
but it just never came around either. So, oh, it's not, yeah, so, like now I always say never too late. That's true. That is true. That's, that's why I kind of want, I wanted to start the, uh, the cut in the middle, which was the name of the script that I originally wrote. And I, you know, and, um, I kind of want you know I want to do it just I just want to do it so where it's like I know what I'm doing this time around instead of instead of just getting on the typewriter and I literally wasn't a typewriter, typewriter taking, and taking away at what and my knowledge of scripts came from the scripts that we used to buy from the conventions so like if like for example and I and we had a couple of these but they're probably long gone but like I think I had bought the creep show script at one really? time. Yeah, yeah. But like, was it, was it like a bound in a bound like novelization, yeah, yeah. or was it like no, the three no, no. Holes it was the act, it was a script. By... Yeah, exactly. That's so exactly what punch it was. Held with Brad's. Exactly. So you'd buy that, and you'd see the way it was typed out. And it'd be like, like, oh, like somebody, you know, like you know how the shots framed, um, you know what the actor's gonna yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I got the idea for Cotton. That's where I got my idea. But that can't just be like it can't be that simple. It's got to be more to it than just that. It's but, uh, it's actually pretty. I, I would say. It's pretty easy to write a screenplay. I would say it's pretty easy to write a novel. The problem, I, the, the biggest problem for me, because I mean, I've written, I don't know, a handful of screenplays and uh, a handful of novels. So I think the biggest challenge for me is eventually, once you start it, you have to finish it. And I think That's, the follow yeah. th- the follow through and the dedication, and you at some point you reach that threshold where like, yeah, I don't want to work on this anymore. I need to do something else. And it's not, any, um, it's left incomplete. Like I have, I have inc- a lot of incomplete works because you realize like the first draft is super easy. It's easy to put together a first draft. It, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's an, it's an easy thing to do. To go back and have to edit and revise and and flesh out that's a the editing and the revision process is really yeah. what, what right what i think is writing is all about the first draft anyone oh, okay. could do a first draft that's true because it's you, an idea, the idea you have and then you gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta fix it you have to take that idea and see it through a completion and i think for most people that's a tough thing to do because it oh, could yeah. literally take a year of your life to work on this like the the novel i published uh l- last month uh the element mentals i started that book five years ago yeah you i think you sent me you actually sent me the uh the, yeah the, uh, the 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 manuscript the actual finish, finishing uh, part or was that your, i don't uh, even pre- i don't i don't even know but i i probably normally go through about five to seven drafts of a novel or a screenplay okay. and it's probably like a more earlier draft yeah then. so with with the elementals i finished that the first draft of that i mean must have banged that out probably in a month and a half or two months which isn't a lot of time mm. then to go back and edit and to stay focused and and dedicated to it that's the challenge of it i mean because again that book that book was done like the first draft of that book was done five years ago and i said yeah i'm tired i'm sick of it like i don't want to work on this anymore <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't done yeah. so i think it's it's you got to have the patience and dedication and even when you're like sick and you're like i don't want to read this anymore because you're reading the book i've read that book i don't know maybe 50 times and like i don't want to read that book anymore because you know i know every sense and then and then you know then it's like you win it's like guy you really wrote that and it's not that good so it's like the whole artist like self-doubt too and like so the other right but, it, it, so it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a difficult process. And if you're not willing to invest in the process, then you're never going to finish, you know, you're never going to finish a product. And so I think yeah, we, you have to be able to dedicate yourself to f- saying, Hey, I'm going to finish this no matter what, even when I, ha- even if I hate it at the end, I'm still going to finish mm-hmm. this book or okay. screenplay. Okay. So the, the other thing I, uh, and this is kind of funny because it goes to, um, 
it goes to something that we just read. And I'm, I think it's Ira Levin who said this, or, or it might be Dave Morrell, or Dave Morrell writing in Ira Levin's book, which is kind of funny. It's which probably, we'll probably bring that up a little oh, bit yeah, later. That's creepy. But, that, that was creepy. Yeah. But was um, what it was, was there was, they we're talking about writing and how, how they, how the person writes. And they were saying that they have one script that they write. And then if they if they hit up, maybe it was a part of the actually Rosemary's Baby was in the story where he talks about if I'm writing a story and I hit a block, I start to write another story. And then if I hit a block in that story, I go back to the first story. Oh, there you it's go. kind of like it kind of it kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. So that's like um, that's another thing I was thinking about. That, uh, that, that, I, to me, that I, would make sense. Yeah, I like that note. I think at any given point in time, because, you know, besides being in. Gainfully employed full time. Yeah. I have this podcast. I have my other podcast there, there, which is the fictional um, podcast. I have so, and I got so I write a I write a, a teleplay or a screenplay for that, uh, and then I'm working on another novel. So, oh, you're you're writing a screenplay for the uh, for the other one? No, no, no. For there, there, I have to write yeah. a, a a screenplay for it, right? Because it's a story. Well, it's a fictional story. Okay. okay. So I don't just ad lib it. Like you're kidding? No, it's a. No, it's no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I was thinking that you were you were actually going to write and like you know propose to somebody like hey like oh you know, no, like no, no, no 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 I'm right. It's about a twenty to twenty five page um, typewritten story for each each t- podcast episode. I get you. I get what so you that mean. takes, like a... that takes time to, to write that out. And then I'm working on a novel. So I, I get the, uh, I get the, you know, you have multiple projects going on at any given point in time, just because yeah. it, it, if you get stalled out on one, then you can move to another one. So I get yeah, that logic. But, but, the, but, but the other thing is um, we should write, uh, we should write uh, work on a story together. But the, I hear like having a writing partner is actually pretty good because I need like you're forced to commit to what, working what, on a project. Like the Wachowski, with the Wachowski bros. Um, the, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be a... But you have to be like, you'd have to like commit though. I don't like, I don't think you'd be able, I don't think you'd be able that's to a, commit to a project. It would have to be something that I really like. Like even like, even like the cotton in the middle, like, like the redo. Although I think I kind of want to do that myself because it's kind of more, I, I kind of consider that like, um, like a, what's it called? Like an autobiography, not an autobiography, uh, like yeah, a, autobiography. I, I, yeah, I guess an autobiography. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like that where I want to, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of loosely encompassing my life and the, my friends around me and stuff like that. So so that would be a little bit harder, I guess, if you're no, right. Although say, you can give me a lot of ideas for that, too. I would say okay. horror genre. Oh, like yeah. You, well, like, you write an episode, I'll write an episode, John can write an episode. Like, John's, it's funny, because John's, John's like, uh, what is he, going to be 22 now? Like, he's a better writer than I ever was. Like, when you, really? Like, I, I got wow. to send you some of his stuff. The kids. Is, uh, is John taking the uh, the writing stuff? Is he, take, is he uh, yeah, taking he was, his classes? He just graduated from Riverside with the creative writing bachelor's oh, degree. okay. Well. There you go. Yeah. So I'll send you something. He's a way better writer than I ever was. He's mm. for me, I just want to tell the story. I don't really get caught yeah. up. I honestly don't get caught up on the uh like some of the technical aspects of it. I just want to tell a story in, in the simplest terms possible, I think. Yeah. He yeah. gets more with the metaphor and like the deeper context. Um, and he does that way better than I can do that. Yeah, there you go. That's um, yeah, you could do that. It'll be, it'll be like the um, like what was um, I forgot what book it, it might have been Dracula that has the intro that talks about how all those uh, great writers of horror, Mary Shelley, Bram Stoker, uh, who's a Piercy, not Piercy, um, the the other the guy that wrote the um, uh, Oscar Wilde. That's the, Oscar, the, the, Oscar the Wilde? that's the three. The three were Oscar Wilde, the, Mary and Oscar Shelley, Wilde and Bram Stoker. The, uh, 
he wrote the uh, the, the, the one with Portrait of Dorian Gray. Yes, yes, which is an excellent, yeah, they, which is an, the, it's an excellent novel. And yeah, the so they got together like, hey, let's make, let's do, let's see who can outdo each other. It was a, it was a bad, other. right? It was a bad, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, and it didn't really matter because they were all three of them were, you know, became excellent. iconic. Yeah, so. Yeah, so have your have your uh, have your people call my people, and uh, we'll, we'll work on that project. <laughs> what's uh, what's the the guy from? Um, oh gosh, the the writing program that we like with um, the the guy from X Files, the. Um, the oh, uh, Hank from like Hank, 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 Oh, yeah, Hank, yeah, uh, Hank, yeah, Hank's Hank's. Uh, um, what's the uh, uh, the what's the uh, name? The agent, like agent, like like agent, come here. Um, God, what is Hank? Yeah, what is name? Californication, like one of the funniest shows beyond that. Is it Brundle or, or, um, or uh, <laughs> uh, shoot, Rum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah that, that that barring that last season, which was a mess. Oh no, yeah, um, yeah, we yeah, we don't acknowledge the last season. That show yeah. is probably one of the funniest shows I think I've ever seen. Uh, it was yeah. it was able to keep me engaged. Oh yeah, it's a great it's a it's a great show into the last season, but yeah, it's because it's it's kind of like one of those weird shows. Like you're a Californian guy, and you're a writer. You don't have to be a writer, but you know, it's like it's it's weird because this guy does whatever he wants, and almost like in a you know in a, in a weird way, kind of like um, man, it's just like a, like a free spirit, I guess. What you would call him, maybe like a, a kind no, of like a narcissist. He, he's you know? like a he's like a glutton, right? He's like he's a, a, narc- he's like narcissist? a narcissistic <laughs> narcissistic glutton. <laughs> Yeah, but he does right. whatever he wants, and, uh, and it kind of runcle, works for him. Runkle, Charlie Runkle. Runkle, Runkle, that's it, Runkle. <laughs> and then, he, okay, see, now, see, my point was you want a Runkle because he's in the business. He gets him, like, the, you know, the meetings, and, you know, he's, he's just what he's, you know, he does everything for him, and and uh, you kind of need one of those guys on your side because I mean, who would who would put up with, uh, with Hank or, yeah. you know? You just nobody's gonna put up with them unless you have somebody running who's in the business already. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that, a, that's a great, show, great show, great show. show. Yeah, lots of gratuitous um, like nonsense in there. Really good. So let's move on. Okay. So current events. So current events. I was talking about. You're not watching One Division at all, right? We already talked no, about no. that. Like, gosh, yeah, you you're so missing out. They hit the season finale. See, the season yeah, finale I, uh, was yesterday, was which, it, was, was, which good, was amazing. I, I, oh, really? Because I yeah. saw like I saw people saying I saw like because I you know I watched the YouTubes and stuff and, and some of the blurbs I saw were like, did it leave up to the height? Did it live yeah, up to the height? It, and it, stuff did, like that? it did, in my opinion. Oh, really? okay. I would say so. It's a, I think it's a nine season nine episode season i would say uh seven and eight were kind of iffy but i think it concluded very well i almost mm. thought that in the, in the you know they make some references to um dr strange because obviously he's like a mag- magician too so they okay. make a re- and they make a reference to like wanda like you're 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 supposed to be more powerful than like the sorcerer supreme so it sets up it sets up because i think they're going to be in the next movie together right it's like dr strange mm. and uh sure. Doctor Strange and the, like the multiverse or something like that, and I think Wanda. Wanda... Sure. The, the, the one of the things I saw, and this is probably more, probably a couple of episodes back, was they had the uh, Monaco Rambo, the uh, Lambo, the daughter the, Rambo, yeah. Rambo's daughter. Is it is it Rambo? Yeah, Ram, yeah Rambo. Rambo. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Captain Marvel. I thought that was kind of kind of cool because she's like the old school one, one that I that I know from the uh, Secret Wars. She's you know, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it did. So uh, without, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to watch it anyway. Yeah, but, probably uh, not. Probably not. So the, the big thing is they bring in the the uh, so a couple of the big things this season was they brought in the um, the Quicksilver from the X Men universe. Oh, okay. So that was pretty yeah. cool because it's the first time you see the 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 Fox um 
universe uh merging with the disney mcu so the oh, actor wait, the wait. actor who plays quicksilver in the fox x-men is in wandavision okay yeah i, I saw that but yeah that's it, pretty good he he he's not a, he, he wasn't a part of the of the of the actual movies or no was part don't of you, the, no don't you remember so the thing here's the thing the thing is when quicksilver appeared in the disney mcu it was that uh, I don't I remember, remember the guy's name, but he was in uh, um, Age of Ultron, and then oh, he, he dies. So, but the thing mm-hmm. is, the Quicksilver, who's the most po- the more popular version of uh, Quicksilver, is from the X Men. Yeah, and yeah. so he appears in the One Division, which is that first like notion of hey, you're going to start mm-hmm. seeing you're going to start seeing Fox's uh, X Men u- universe characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So okay. it was definitely a, a definitely a, a a big moment, I think, to have that have those uh, those universes merge. I, um, I, I think I saw that too. Weren't they wearing like the costumes, like the old oh, school yeah, costumes? Yeah, like yeah, the hair, cool. like his hair was like gelled yeah, up or something. Yeah. yeah. And so so the, he had he had that old look, that that Pietro. He's supposed to be Pietro, right? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing was it's the, the they were they so they start acknowledging her now as like the Scarlet Witch, which they had never done previously, which was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. And so oh, nowhere, nowhere, so, oh, nowhere. So her name was Wanda. In yeah. The Wanda Maximoff is it's, she's been known as Wanda Maximoff throughout the whole uh, uh, oh. MCU, and then now for the first time she adopts that Scarlet Witch, the Scarlet, uh, Witch. The Scarlet Witch title, which is pretty oh, okay. cool. I didn't even notice that. I thought she was. A, I thought they were, you know, code des- yeah. designation nope. Scarlet Witch. Okay. Nope. So they, and then they have the Rambo's daughter who now has superpowers, which we figure she was going to have. And yeah. then, and then the big reveal, I think, from the last season was the what the White Vision. So the White oh, Vision. Yeah, I saw she, that. Yeah. Yeah. That which is pretty. See. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, I it was. I I think I think it lived up to the hype and kept us entertained. So, but you you won't watch it. No. <laughs> No, that's a negative. <laughs> what about so? You, all right, so now that uh, WandaVision is done, uh, the mm-hmm. the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You have any interest in seeing that or no? No, no, zero. Jeez. No, yeah, no, no, okay. no, no. The Marvel stuff is you you're know, done too, with it, it. Is too late for me. It's, you know, so it's what, a, what about uh, so you didn't like Infinity War and Endgame? No, I did. I, 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 did. I, I did, but that that's exactly that's that was the end game. It literally was the end game. You know some. That's for me. That's the end. There's, I mean, there's nothing that I can think of that would come out except for the secret, a secret wars movie. Yeah. If if they made it like the comic book, which it probably wouldn't. That's I would you know I'd come back for that, and which would actually be cool because they could bring in Monica Rem, you know, they could bring all those characters back. But the, that's what I want to see because they've, they've also explained the uh, Spider Man's black outfit, and you know that would be cool. But dang, I don't think that'll happen. What about the whole uh, the rumor behind the Spider Man, the next Spider Man movie, where you're going to see the multiverse and you're going to see all the old Spider Man actors like, like re? Did you see um, Into the Spider Verse with the Miles Morales, the animated? Yeah, 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 yeah I saw very, it. Yeah. Very good, right? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I actually liked. It. I had to, it was the first time that I recall seeing the uh, the female Doc, Doc Ock. I thought I actually thought that was pretty cool because because I don't remember you know it all the uh, alternate universe version of her being a female, so I didn't know. What was going to happen with her? So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I liked yeah. it. it was good. So supposedly that's what they're doing with the new Spider-Man. 
and that they're bringing back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield oh, no. to oh, reprise no. their roles as Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. You know, heard, heard that rumor? A lot of pro, a lot of these like comic book programs are doing. Are they? Isn't that like the? Didn't DC start doing that with all their like uh, actors trying to bring them back and put them into the like their their crisis? Oh on yeah, that's, that's right. Because they were bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman from yeah, like Michael the rumor. Keaton, the Ro- that Brandon Roth guy. They're oh, like, all geez. these guys. Yeah. So they you know. So it's like, so I guess it's like a thing now. You know, and and then. Yeah, yeah. And, the but, crisis why, but why not though? Because then you can reuse these these characters and these actors and make oh, money. Yeah. Like why? Like why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, supposedly, bring, Actually, yeah. supposedly bringing back uh, Alfred Molina as Doctor Octopus too. From <laughs> the, I like that. So you're not a fan of the Toby I like that. I actually, I actually like that one. Yeah, it's excellent. Come on, yeah, yeah, it is good. Yeah, it's 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 when you get to part three that things just, oh, yeah. just the fall emo, apart with like the, the emo, spy, emo, emo dancing around in that black outfit and that that's like, which has become like a meme. Where he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they even joke about that in the uh, Spider Verse, if you recall. Like, there's oh a, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no interest in Falcon and the Snowman. What, so what about no. the Justice League? Did you see the trailer? That that I've been watching. I've been watching pretty much all the trailers. I just saw the I just saw the most recent one where Superman's walking through. I believe I want to say it's the the his um uh, what's that thing called that he has? I think it looks like a ship that he's in. But uh, he, he sees like the different costumes, which yeah. I, I assume these are the people that he's like uh, killed yeah, or something. I don't, I don't know, but they make reference to Martian Manhunter in that trailer, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, is he, really? Is see, he I in... see, I I know that I know that's supposed to be like a spoiler. That's that was I saw somewhere else, and in the very end they can see Martian Manhunter. But that one scene that I saw where like, he's walking through this area and there's various costumes, and it looks yeah. like General Zod's outfit was in there. Oh, so maybe Martian Manhunter is one of the costumes. Is it oh, one okay, of the see, costumes? I was, to me, I just thought it was just the people that he killed. Because like, oh. I was just thinking about that movie where he was like killing everybody. So you're going to see it when it comes out? Oh, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, have to, I'll have to see it from somebody else's thing. But yeah, Jeez. Like, like Dana's going like to come, <laughs> come after you on behalf of HBO. I mean, I mean obviously, we're going to be reviewing it. So, you know, it's going to ha- you know, gonna have to. I mean, and I have to admit, I am kind of interested because I have been seeing various scenes. And they do look kind of interesting. And it looks even more dark. It looks dark and you know, although I noticed that the um, that scene with him, he's walking through there, he seems to be coherent, as opposed to the actual the the, the original movie where he's kind of like like a like crazy. Oh yeah, uh, and he's like he's like trying to kill like Aquaman and you know, Wonder Woman and this and this one he seems to know when he has that black outfit that like I know what's going on. Well, remember, and I'm uh, gosh, and I just saw Justice League not too long ago. He doesn't have the black outfit in the in the no, movie, in the original yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does it, but I, uh, I, I, yeah, maybe it's after. Maybe it's after the scene where he find, where he gets his, his sanity back. Oh yeah, and he goes and he goes to the ship and he sees like. I don't know if, if I'm like Zack Snyder, I'm just like I'm just like erasing as much as I can for the original. Well, it, it's funny though because I read a, an article that said uh, like the the uh, the execs like hate his version too. Like they hate like they hate the Joss Whedon <laughs> version. They hate the, the Zack Snyder version too. Like no, they don't like it. They don't like any of it. They don't like it. <laughs> Although I think I do think it's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of views though because Zack Snyder, you know, I mean, he's yeah, gonna, you know, it's going to get a lot of views. Of course, more than Joss, Joss Whedon, I think. So, well, I think I think uh, you know, again, it has a built-in audience. People are going to see it. People are interested in. It. You see Dark Side. You see the Joker. Yeah. You, yeah. References yeah. to Martian Manhunter, the Superman in the black costume. It has a lot of things that a lot of things that the fans want to see. So oh, yeah. it, it'll definitely yeah. get views on, yeah. Uh, on yeah. HBO. There was a, was that one scene where as another short trailer i think it was probably like the hong kong trailer because there's a bunch of uh, like other trailers that you can see i think it's it's a scene where like batman's climbing up something and then superman puts his hand down and pulls him up to the oh, top yeah. of the thing yeah i thought that was pretty cool 
Still, I still dig uh, Ben Affleck as a yeah, Batman. I was, uh, hoping, I I was hoping he would have stuck up with that role, but I guess it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I, I, I have to admit, you know, as much as, as much as we like, uh, we said this many times, as much as we goof on Ben Affleck, <laughs> he actually is a, a pretty good Batman. He's not, he's not bad. He like he a, went, he went to acting school. Like he yeah. went, to, like <laughs> he went to acting school. And, and the thing about him is the costume and his girth. Like he's not like a skinny bit. He's got yeah, that girth he on him. He looks like he looks like Batman, and, and he got because yeah. you know he got older. He's got the you know he's got the, he's got the face for it. He's got the build yeah. for it. I mean, I oh, so it's speaking a, of older Batman, is Michael King going to play like the old Batman? And like, um, what's that one? The Batman, um, the future one, where he's like, where he's like, it was, it was a cart, it was a, it's cartoon. It was a cartoon where that's not, that's not the Flashpoint. That's not the Flashpoint. It, I don't think it's Flashpoint. It's like it's a, it's a cartoon where there's like that futuristic Batman. He's like a younger guy, and and the older Batman like guides him around and stuff. So I, I was wondering if he's gonna play that character. Maybe, maybe yeah. I, I just saw. You know, if anything, we just saw um, Batman Returns last weekend. That mm. is not a very watchable movie. <laughs> Because I, I, I think, and I think it's better reviewed than the first Batman which, with Jack which Nicholson. Which one Returns? That the yeah, one with, see, that's Michelle what, what, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and, and, and Christopher and Walken, and, and Frank. And yeah, Frank, like Frank, 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 and Frank is himself, like Frank is himself. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean the Penguin. Yeah, yeah you know, you're right. Because when I think about that, I think about yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. The only thing I didn't like about that, we you know, we I do joke about this is where, where he pulls off like his mask. I think he's pull off like oh, a mask. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a, it's like, like a, yeah. it's like a it's like a fruit fruit roll up thing. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think I do have to watch that again. Though, yeah, it's. I think it's. I don't think it's very good. It's I, not I, as, yeah. I don't think it's good better than the first one with Jack Nicholson. I mean, that's, yeah, that's this one's iconic though. Yeah, it's that's kinda, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with the Prince soundtrack. I mean, the, 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 oh yeah, you got a lot of things going for it. Oh yeah, and even the even and that's the one that 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 whole that the the Batman theme song, which would run through everything after. I mean, you know, it's like a, it's a, it's a constant. You can't you have to have the Batman theme song in your in your even if you're doing like a new Batman, you must have that theme song in there. That theme song is so iconic. Um, oh yeah, and it's, like the, it's the, like the Superman thing. Well, but it's, it's, it's odd though because the the Christian Bale Batman, I don't think he has a theme song, right? I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't I mean I've seen all the movies, and I don't yeah the music from that would just completely no just like, no completely lost. Oh yeah, yeah the, exactly. it's a superhero. You have to have a theme song like in, exactly. If Superman had the, the John Williams that incredibly great theme, that dun dun, and then. Batman has the dun, 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 you know, it's even Spider-Man. I mean, even Danny Elfman did the Spider-Man theme. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. 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 For it, some it, reason. It's funny though. When you, if you do watch Batman Returns, uh, we did, we did some research. It's a year before Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, really? And if you listen to the, oh, no. yeah, you, if you listen to <laughs> the Batman Returns and pay attention to the music, like darn if it doesn't like, sound super close to dun, like, dun, dun, dun. It, it sounds, it's super close to Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, like, wait a second. Like, is that, this is Halloween? I think like, yeah. So I, I kid you not, there are at least maybe three songs. Oh, uh, or three uh, pieces of music in that lends itself to what Nightmare Before Christmas. That's funny. It's like, like, yeah. I, like this is my, this is the, the, the proto, yeah, the proto oh, song. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So it's 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 big. When you listen to the score, it's big. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas and uh, and Edward Scissorhands, like that's that, that, like that's very very similar. Uh, construct. Go, I can't remember from the past if we went over the topic of like how how potent a, mu- a soundtrack can be to to a movie for the difference between making the movie a really good movie or just being like flat yeah and, um 
I think, Gosh, we, talked about, I think we talked about Halloween, as a matter of fact. Halloween, Halloween's a, good, Halloween's a good example. But even like, I can imagine Star Wars without without its like music. And, you know, it's just like, would it be as good as, as it is? You know, are the originals, you know, are, I, I don't I don't know. I feel like it might not have been, been as good without that without the music those iconic uh songs um and i just saw something recently it's a movie that we oh 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 yeah this is gonna go to a thing something later on that we're gonna talk about the rosemary's baby with the uh, the music where i was not i didn't and it's a weird thing where the music was just like something it's like off it doesn't make any sense and i thought it was kind of like had this music had like a more like a you know really? like a, maybe like a yeah a more iconic like horror type thing to it it was kind of like a like a whimsical type of soundtrack if you it's well, kinda, you're probably gonna rosemary's baby huh because i know the opening and the ending has like that eerie like chorus no, uh the eerie like no. chanting in the chorus no no the, the opening is just like a cat like a like a just like a it's not even that. It's just like a whatever. It's no, I was like, that's I, the first I, thing that I heard was it was. Just, it's just very like whimsical. It's not. I, they, I think it does have like a. It's either a Beethoven or a Wagner song in there. Oh yeah, but, um, but the, uh, that uh, for Elise or whatever it is. Okay, yeah, 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 it yeah. does have that. But uh, other than that, the music is very forgettable. There's nothing. It's not like really? a, it's not okay. Uh, an ex- good example of of the song that's uh, Exorcist with the with the ballads, oh, with, yeah. the, the, with the um, what's the other horror movie that we that we just saw? You know, every horror movie has that theme song that really stands out, and I feel that if Rosemary's Baby, the movie, would have had a really huh. strong composer, that would have really pushed it over, like you know, made it like a really good good horror movie. So the other thing uh, coming out this month is uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Are oh, you yeah. into? Are you into? Actually, I, I I I am interested in seeing that, and uh, everything I've seen so far has been uh, it's okay, like a computer. Game. It's, it looks like a video game. You know, yeah, so it's like far, the, it's like the uh, the the Godzilla video game, like the yeah, Monsters a, Unleashed or Battle exactly. for Battle for Earth or it's, whatever it's, it's called. It's a video game with the girl from uh, the Stranger Things. Yes, yeah. and that's everything that I've seen so far. Did you see the first two the first two uh, Godzilla movies? I, I've the, seen them all. I've actually seen them and all. And the King I've Kong movie. And the King Kong, the Godzilla. I've seen them all, and I've been I've been yeah with all of them. It's just yeah. You know. I, I challenge you. I challenge you to tell me the plot in any of the previous three movies, and you'll be yeah, like, I have no it. idea. I have no idea what it, what those movies forget are about. about. I just remember. Yeah, forget about. It. I have no idea. No idea what's going on in those movies. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, I mean, and for us, I think we. I mean, I watch them because it's those are our childhood. Nostalgia, yeah, in nostalgia, exactly. If if I if it, it never existed before. I doubt I would have ever even given a crap. It would be like, yeah, Godzilla. Whatever. I don't know what this is, but yeah. But the the new one, you know, I I you know I kind of you know I want to see it because um, it's kind of weird and it's it's almost this is weird thing that goes back to the original Godzilla versus King Kong, um, where it's like national like make, nationalism, isn't nationalism, it? Like, it's, yes, but nationalism. it's weird because you would think they would have like Godzilla <laughs> beating the crap out of King Kong because now now that we're like anti nationalist now. But no, it's like every scene I see, King Kong's like like thrashing like uh, like Godzilla. There's that scene where like he punches him, like he like he right he right hooks him. There's another scene where he's got that sword. He has like and like Godzilla's doing his like nuclear blaster, and then got and then King Kong has like a sword or like a some kind a of sword, weapon. It's like a weapon. It's like a, it's like a hammer or something. And he's and he's he's like the he's like it's like the it's like Maholner. And he, it's like it's absorbing. It's like yeah, really? it's like he has, I, yeah. I see, it's in the trailer where he's like he's like he's up in the air. He's got the weapon in his hand, and Godzilla's doing his his uh, his breath weapon, and he's like absorbing it. It's what? like it's like yes, watch it. And then he's like, you know what's gonna happen? You know Kong is gonna, re- gonna slap him in the face with that. With that. It's like anyway, <laughs> Kong, Godzilla's weapon is useless. So it's is, the, is the big thing. So this is my prediction for that movie. It's gonna. Well, start, they've already uh, given away. They've already given away one of the. 
trailers. Even yeah, seen the, I think John and Enrique were talking about uh, yeah. the like the mecha, like the mecha. Yeah, mecha Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, they've already given that away. Yeah, so, so I'm assuming Kong and Godzilla will be allies at the oh, end yeah. of the movie, right? And yeah, they're going to probably makes, which makes sense. That absolutely makes sense, and that's kind of the way you want it because I don't want to yeah. see. I don't. You don't want to see one of them wanna, win. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to see the other one. I'm losing. Exactly, are losing, and yeah, and, and first of all, I don't. Uh, Godzilla should be losing to anybody. Period. He should be, you know, killing everything. He's like a, you know, he's a, he's like the apex predator, even you know, even more so than than King Kong. But yeah, they should be allies and they should fight against the, the uh, Mecha Godzilla. Is it maybe the is it Mecha Godzilla? Mecha Godzilla. I, 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 I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be Ghidorah because well, they have the head. That's the thing. Exactly. So I think what they took was the brain of of uh, of the King Ghidra thing, and they're gonna. It's gonna be like the like the like the the brain source of the Mecha Godzilla. So basically, they're putting his brain inside oh. of the Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Why do you need his brain? Why do you want to use like your own like computers to like uh, the figure like you know, software, the, you know. like software, software exactly, like an AI to like to, to yeah. figure out the combat. What what moves are best here? Wow. Yeah, it's it's like the it's like that one movie, um, Ready Player One, when he has like the mecha guy. Oh, you know, jeez, man. Control, the, or maybe they can't do that though. That's another one. Already. That's another one we have to review. The Ready Player Re- One. Re- you know. Because I've read you know, the book um, and I've seen the movie you it, too, and you, oh, and I you gave bought the me the uh, you killed me the book, so I think I okay. still have that. So I, I can yeah, redo that's, that. You know, uh, that's another one that we, yeah, the, we can savagely uh, pull, pull that apart. Yeah, I mean the book is okay. I mean I don't think it's a I great like novel. I like it, but you like it probably yeah. for the nostalgia purpose oh, of it. Though. Absolutely, I, mean, it's not, absolutely. I don't think it's a well-written book though. Yeah, yeah but it's, and the movie's it's horrible. Definitely. The movie's on. The movie's like can't watch the movie. Because it has very little to well, the nostalgia is pretty much all gone. It's all yeah. it's all modern. It's it's all modern uh, stuff with the uh, well, replaces they, all like the eighty stuff. Well, they, and then they quickly realize that the the challenges in the novel aren't very filmable. They're not very exciting in the film. That's true. That's true. Because one of the challenges, the D and D one, and you know the I think it's the Tomb of Lost Souls, or it's one of the modules, and nobody like nobody knows like like very few people like like what is that? I have no idea what that is. If you know, well, if you're that, like a modern, and, even if you're a modern D and D player. So Doesn't he have to play a video game against a dragon too? At the like the first challenge, um, he that, like he has to play Joust against like some. Was it Joust? Oh yeah, was yeah. It? yeah, yeah. So he's, yeah, Joust. Like the first challenge is he has to play Joust against like a dragon, I think, and like that's not filmable. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the heck? Like, gonna... well, it does take a long time. Did not he play Miss Pac-Man for the coin? Isn't that the? Well, yeah, the he has, thing? yeah, he gets that light, that free, that one up, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, the so other, yeah, there's and a then, lot of stuff, but it's, to well, me, the D and D stuff could never be filmed. It's well, like, but, the, <laughs> but the but the other challenge, don't forget, is he has to recite line for line that movie. Um, oh yeah, the Ferris um, Bueller's the, Day Off. Is it Ferris? Was Bueller? it Ferris Bueller or is it the one with the uh, the Breakfast Club? Is it Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I don't know. It might be Ferris Bueller, but I'm thinking of the other guy, the Kuzak one, where he has like the where he has like the say anything, the, uh, say anything, say anything, where he has like the like the rate like the the radio, and he's like holding it up. Is it is it which one? And, he, and that's not film. That's an exciting film, right? I mean, you have to yeah. sing every line. I mean, that's it's think, funny because a lot of people would recognize it, but I guess a lot of younger people wouldn't to be like, "What is that? What's going on here?" Like, what yeah, is this? it's not not filmable, yeah. so they have to redo the they have to redo the then, challenges in the movie. And then the final mission, I believe, is the rush thing. Isn't that isn't it rush? Oh the final yeah, one? it rushes one of the, it's like yeah, yeah, it's, it's like not, a, uh, it's like we can never do this. Like nobody yeah. knows who these guys are. These are yeah. old guys. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, it didn't it didn't convey well to uh, to the movie. Um, they which did is, have a little reference though in the end with the po- there was a poster. 
the uh, the twenty twenty one oh, yeah. poster. That, yeah, that, that was it though. But really, that's a whole cha- like a whole chapter of a. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> thing. So yeah. I guess that goes back. We'll go to the uh, the final segment. So we've been doing, uh, we've been watching, we've been reading books and watching the movies and doing the comparison. And so we did uh, Heart of Darkness to remind you. We did Heart of Darkness and Apocalypse Now. We did Fahrenheit 451, uh, and then we yeah. did the, the Exorcist. So yeah. what we're doing today is Wuthering Heights. Um, and then in the future, we'll do Rosemary's Baby, which we yeah. finished reading. And then right now, we're currently working on First Blood. We're, we're so I'm, I'm almost done with that book, and I, don't, I think you said you haven't even started it yet, right? Yeah, I'm twenty. I'm twenty five percent in. It's a, it's actually a, a really easy read. Very so easy. Read. Gonna, so, yeah, so it's not going to take long to to finish that. But very very different than the movie, in my opinion. And, and also, I read it before too. So I, you gave you bought me the book, I believe. Or yeah, I and, and I I have the book. Yeah, I, I have your copy yeah. of the book. Okay. Uh, yeah. Very very different than the uh, than the oh, movie. Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking because of the they needed to make it more likable. Like Rambo is not a very likable character in the book. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. It's like, like what, yeah, he, what he yeah. does. What he does is not like like you ha- you can't have sympathy for him for what he does in that novel. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's interesting because it's interesting because you know we you know, it's um, the difference between uh, one of the initial differences. What I noticed between the um, the um, Rambo from the movie. Yes, Sylvester Stallone version and the actual book, the morale character is right off the bat. They tell you that morale has killed somebody, or at least he's gravely injured somebody. We talks about slashing somebody's throat, and that's even before he meets Teasel, the the uh, the sheriff. And I'm like, wow, this guy's already like killing people already. It's yeah. like he's not even like. A, and in and the movie, they never tell you. They don't give you too much about um, uh, uh, Rambo's past, but the uh, um, other than the fact that he has a reason for being in that area. Whereas um, the book story, he doesn't really have a reason for being there. At least, I, at least so far, what I've read, I, I can remember. But if you remember, Rambo in the movie has a reason for being where he's at. He's, he's going to see oh, his friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, whole, the, the whole prologue is absent. Yeah, the whole prologue, yeah. Absent. So he has a reason. He's not just there because, oh, I'm just going. I'm just coming yeah. through. No, he, so, he has a reason for being there. The movie, yeah, I, the movie I thought took place in the Pacific Northwest. It, in the, the movie book does, takes yeah. place in the South, which is kind yeah, of weird. Kentucky, I think it's Kentucky. Yeah, I think, or, uh, yeah. yeah. So different uh, geography, but we won't get too yeah. much of that. We'll save that for, I guess, two episodes because the next episode is Rosemary's Baby. Oh yeah. So let's get to Wuthering Heights, and I know it's been a while since we've uh, seen it and read it, but um, I'm always confused. But, I'm always confused, and I. This, no, by the way, Wuthering Heights is probably one of my top ten novels of all time. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because it's a very divisive novel. You know, it's like that. You, you look at like the ratings, and people like they're like I like I hate this book. It's like it's it's angry. It's, it's evil. It's, it's, it's evil. Yeah, it's angry. <laughs> Which is kind of weird because most people think of this as a love story, and oh, yeah, I, I do not. I do not think of this as a love story. I think of this as um, like a hate story, and that which well, is probably see, why I like it. <laughs> well, see the difference. Like I said, like the difference between the movie and the and the book is kind of night and day. Yeah, <laughs> or like it's like where it does in the book in the movie. To me, it, it can be a love story in the movie. Yeah, you know, but in the in the book's not even close. It's just it's just pure vengeance. Sorry, like, are, you, are you ready? Are you ready for another bear? Uh, actually, I am. What's going to be the uh, next pour you're doing over there? I'm going to be doing uh, EBK from uh, Adroid Theory. Yeah, I've, I've already had that one, so I'm going to have to do something different. Uh, they and it was excellent. Um, yeah, that, that Adroid Theory, their 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 art. I guess their whole their whole thing is uh, art and like good beer, so or great beer. Um, yeah, I think they're into death metal. There's a lot of their stuff has that death metal feel to it. 
Yeah, and the artwork on the Kansas gets exceptional. I actually emailed, oh, yeah. I actually sent them an email uh, this week, this past week, about like, hey, will you ship your merch like out of state? And so I think I'm going to order oh, really? some. Yeah, I want to order some glassware. Yeah, we've been drinking a lot of their beers. We might as well. Oh, have a lot, to get the, a lot of their beers through Tavor. Yeah. So mm, definitely really. want to, definitely want to do get some of their glassware. They actually have like um, some of the the can work on their glasses. So you know how Ooh. like the you know how the bottle logic does the uh, the campy creatures. Uh, oh uh, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, it's that style of glass with the nice. artwork from the cans. That's, so. that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. This so the one so the, apparently this EBK. I guess you got to you can't really say EBK. You have to go with the ghost number. Yeah. So this is a ghost number three a nine three seven. Okay. And it has like a has like a I don't know it's like a demon thing and. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the Cocoa Hut. So I think the last episode we talked about like, hey, when are they gonna release Cocoa Hut? When are they, when are they gonna release Cocoa Hut? And sure as heck, they they released the original yeah. the original formula, the original Cocoa Hut. So we've had I think there's uh, the plus and the plus plus and the vanilla plus. I think right and the nitro and a nitro. So there have been there are four or five versions of this. So this is I believe yeah. the original version. Yeah, it's original. And this one, let me tell you, this one gets better. For some reason, it seems like it's better when you sit on it a little bit because I've had these cans now for probably a week, and the one I had last night was exceptional. Yeah, it's kind of funny because the first can I popped, and I told my friend this. I told uh, I told her that uh, I'm not really getting like the as much coconut as I remember. Yeah. And then when I think at the, at the by the third can, I was like, yeah. "Wow, this is this taste. There's a lot of coconut in this." Yeah, I definitely feel the coconut is more pronounced the more it sits. So let's see how this can works. So I'll pop coconut. Hut, you're popping that EBK. Yeah. And then you'll probably have to take a picture of yours. So I'll, I'll have to talk while you're taking your picture. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have like a dozen pictures of like Cocoa Hut. Yeah, I bought, uh, I think I bought, uh, I think, what did I say? I bought eight four packs, I think. I bought eight, a bunch. I, wow. Yeah, I bought a bunch. I bought a, cause I went with wow. a friend of, went, went with a friend of mine. And so I, I was like, yeah, you get about, you get the max out. <laughs> like so, Evan's probably like, uh, was Evan there? Like he's probably like, oh yeah, that's good. I no, like he, that. he wasn't there. He wasn't there. But no, oh. yeah, normally he's there. I mean, he used to be there for like the opening for the releases. Yeah, you know I realized he has he has another place to go to. So now he's probably like there more. Oh yeah, the Mesa, the Costa Mesa one, yeah. which I've been there once. Oh, so you already tried it out? Okay, uh, I've been there yeah. once. Just a, you know, obviously it was during COVID, so it was a pickup. Mm, okay. Although I think they're, I think they're going to start um, resuming indoor operations for, across the uh, state now for for restaurants and breweries. I think so. I think we're about to go into the red stat, the red tiered status. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I'm not, I still can't quite figure out how that works out. Like the purple, the yeah. uh, the, the various levels. It's cases per a hundred thousand. It's it's a it's a it's a ratio. And if you hit a certain threshold, then they will, you move, you have to have that be in that threshold for two weeks in order to move a tier. And then you got to stay in that tier for two weeks before you can move to another tier. It's basically like, um, like double dragon. Is that what it is? Where you like, go have to go up the levels. <laughs> 
double, is it double dragon? Is that the game? Where's the game? Where's the game? Where's the game? Where you side, like a, the side scroll. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you have to climb the ladder back. to go up to the next level. It's a game of, de- <laughs> game of death. It's a game of game death. death. It's like, it's yeah, a, that also made dra- me think of the um, the uh, the last ninja that Dan Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old school uh, Commodore 64 games. Yeah. I love that. That's, uh, that that soundtrack is available on the, uh, the like uh, eight bit. It's like an eight bit yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. That's that funny. Brings back memories. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm ready. I'm ready okay. for uh, a second dose. Okay. Cheers. Prosit. Yeah, man. Okay. It does not get much better than the Cocoa Hut. Let me tell you. Nice. It does not get much better than that. That's got to be easily probably top 10 beers of all time for me right now. Wow. Good. Nice. So the one, so the uh, Adroid Theory, I'm having the EBK. It's uh, it's 8%. So, that's, so it's an, is it an Imperial or double? Uh, it's an 8. Yeah. 8% I would say is probably like a, like a double. Okay. How is it? It's good. It's very good. You know what I had last night, um, which surprisingly kept well. It was actually super impressive how well it kept. Was a monkish beer, and remember those monkish beers I, I gave you? I mean, those, that was got to be at least two which months ago. Two months ago, uh, it's the one with the van on the on the on the can. Uh, oh wait, the van or the or the Volkswagen? Yeah, it's a van. Yeah, well, it's a van. Yeah, is it a Volkswagen? I think it's a Volkswagen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure what the, yeah, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the hell name of those beers are, but it, it actually <laughs> kept very. It was very, very good considering it, it's you know two months old. Very good. Remember, majority of those uh, those uh, monkey beers are are named after the uh, rap songs. So that one, uh, that one uh, other half collab, or not other half? Was it a quadrillion collab? What was that last uh, insert rap reference here? Was that a, was that a trillium uh, collab? Yeah, I think it was right. That was super good. Yeah, those are yeah the monkey are you, stuff. Are you eating while we're on the show? Come on, yeah. you can't um, be. I, um, well, see, I'm, 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 I'm in a dilemma here. Like I have like I have like food and like a cat. You, the cat's you, trying to eat it. You can't eat, <laughs> can't eat that. Like I can hear you eating. What the heck? Like uh, all right, you can't. All right, jeez. <laughs> like rule number one. Like do not eat. Like, like do not eat. No eating. Is it, you have like tea? Like, like it's like a like a charcuterie board? Like you, 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 I wish. charcuterie with your beer? What are you eating nah, over there? there? <laughs> nah, it's tuna. I wish, and it's tuna, and, and, the, and the cat out here is going crazy. Jeez. <laughs> Wow! Like rule number one: no eating, no eating on the air. No, and, and and unless we're doing like a nostalgia candy, a candy. Uh, yeah, unless they're, unless they're, we're trying different foods with our beer. Um, unless we have the the Pliny the Younger sausage to try with the with the Pliny the Younger right. beer. Like no, no eating right. on the air. <laughs> oh, that's a nice color on that beer. Um, that's it's a, good, yeah. It's, it's like good. a copper. Um, I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's as good as the other Adroid theory that I had. The uh, the other one, which was um, gosh, it has like that weird demon guy on there. The sam- like no, did you get the one with the samurai in it? Or I didn't give you yeah, that, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one too. You gave me that one. Or either you either you gave it to me or Tony. Jeez. Gave, I got Tony. Keep him, like I said, I got like I I have to buy the cans off of Tony, but um, um, no, there was another one you gave me. There, there was there was two Adroid Theory beers. The other one you gave me, I, I don't a think stout? it was the a stout. Uh, was there? A, I no, didn't no. a stout in there. No. Oh no, you're right. You gave me three. Yeah. One was yeah. that the uh, Dia de la Muertes. Yeah, I have that. I'm going to have that later on tonight, probably with the fights. Yeah, yeah, I already had that already. Was so, it good? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very solid stout. It's uh, doesn't have too many uh, adjuncts in it. I, I don't think it has any adjuncts. No, I think it's an imperial. I think it's an imperial. No. 
I think it was fourteen percent too. So, yeah, it's a, it's uh it's pretty hefty, but it's it's uh it's you know, it's basic. It's your it's like a speedway where it's uh you know it's like straightforward. You know what you're getting. Yeah. But the, but no, you gave me another one that has like this like alien type of like demon guy, and I can't. Oh, I, yeah. I want to say it's EBK, but it might be something that it's, it might have a different name to it. But it was it was really good. Yeah, all their all their beers are super solid. I don't think I've had a beer that's that this as disappointing. When I see them, you know, I see the Adroit Theory, I see the artwork, and it's like I got to buy two. Like, auto- like, like I buy two. <laughs> no, I buy two automatically. Okay, yeah. The, the it's one, funny because like we we've had this conversation before, but like that's how how much does art artwork affect you? Oh, like yeah. you're buying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. other the one that I want to buy more of, it just I can't because they're they're too costly is at 903 for some reason those beers went oh, to 10 yeah. bucks a can yeah yeah and i don't know about 10 i don't know about 10 bucks a can yeah that's <laughs> like the um that that kind of reminds me of the, uh, the also the 405 stuff all the, the, those guys that make the uh the slushy stuff yeah it's like um it's super expensive but do i do i really want to try it yeah Mm. Is that is that because the 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 amount of fruit that goes in there? I'm assuming that, the fruit, well, that, fruit is like an expensive adjunct. That's what they claim, but um, we've had like the directors. I don't like the directors are what seven ninety nine. So it's not like it's I, I don't know. I just feel like they're kind of like you know they're fudging the prices. So I don't know. I don't know. It could be like they'll say it might be like because of the shipping and whatnot and stuff like that. But um, you know, I, uh, don't get me wrong. I I do want. I still want to try four or five beers. All those XLs and their you know their, all their slushy stuff like the, because like the it was so hyped. You mean that the non-alcoholic, two, yeah, the the, like the non-alcoholic, yeah. <laughs> like the old duels? I still want to try it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the, I still like want to try duels. it. <laughs> still, I still want to try it though. I mean, um, uh, our our store had they they had like eight of them. I was like eight of their yeah. different uh, slushies, yeah. which is you know they literally had everything. And, I, I didn't get it, and I should have got it because I kind of want to, you know, yeah. want to try it. But yeah. you know, but I don't know. I give them a, I, I give them one chance. You know, it's you know. Yeah. So the nine hundred three ones I want because I've had some yeah. of them and they're excellent. But I don't think I want to pay ten bucks for a can of a of a, a fruited Berliner Weiss. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So let's, let's get into this weather and heights thing here because um, we're we, the fights, the prelims are going to start in like thirty minutes. Yeah. Uh, did, did they cancel anything? They cancel any as of the far fights? as I know, there's no cancellations. There was one guy that was overweight, and I, I think it's the Joseph fight that the guy, the Joseph Benavides fight. I think the the uh, the opponent was overweight by like four pounds or something like that, or three pounds, and they they just find him. So it's still on. Okay, so let's get deeper into this weathering heights. Like not not a love story. No, like a, absolutely not. not. Uh, okay, so we're talking about the about the book, not the not the movie, because I I, yeah. I feel like the movie the movie makes it a love story, whereas the book is yeah. not a love story. And and the funny thing is, I completely agree with you that the that the novel is uh, it's considered. So I did a little bit of research on it too. So it's a it's a goth. It's considered gothic and uh, romantic. Right? Yeah. Which, which hmm. I definitely, I, I had to look at the definition of gothic. Like, what is, you know, we hear goth and gothic, but what is the... the, the uh, to me, it's like the architecture that's used at the time, and which I kind of find it weird because I don't really think anything in that, that what, 17, 1778, where the story starts. I don't consider that like, a, like the, you know, the, the goth that I, the gothic style that I think of. But when you think so, of the when you think of the emotions that that architecture is supposed to eat, eat, evoke, it's the gloom. Yeah. It's gloom, though. And so the yeah, the, the, the term I, the whole gothic movement was about the emotional gloom, which this novel definitely is. 
Yeah, but that's like maybe the maybe the novel, the the, yes. the, the tone, yeah. but not yeah. the architecture, which which is which is actually no, no, based no. upon. No, no, yeah, that no. doesn't even exist in the story. So yeah, no, like no. I said, it takes place in seventeen seventy eight. So yeah, no, no, just like the 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 goth. So not necessarily the art. So the, the gothic is a movement, and, and architecture is part of that movement. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. as far as the tone, I mean, it's a it's a pretty the whole novel from beginning to end is pretty much a downer, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. Not, well. Well, with the exception of the end, with the, with the with the resolution in the book, the resolution in the book is you know it's it's there's some like a little bit of joy in the end, and that's and that's about it. That's probably the only joy in there. So let's go. Uh, let's review the plot really quick. And the okay. plot, and which is funny because you had brought something up that I had never considered before. But the plot, the plot oh, ultimately yeah. is, uh, Mr. Earnshaw is a father. He has two kids. <laughs> uh, he has two ki- two kids. We'll start for now with yeah. uh, Henley and Catherine, and he comes home with Heathcliff, who's this allegedly an orphaned uh, kid, gypsy kid he met on the streets and brought home. Right, right, right. Which, 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 which I find strange. I find very strange considering it's 1978, 1778, excuse me, 1778. So, and if I could even go back a little bit further, so the the, the novel's book ended with it's being told by Nelly. So Nellie yeah. is the the house servant, and she's telling the story to Lockwood. And Lockwood is a gentleman who who's renting um, Thrushcross Thrushcross Grange. And so there are two manors in the area. One is Wuthering Heights, and the other one is uh, Thrushcross Grange. God, it's like a tough word. Thrushcross Grange. Eleven yeah. um, percent doesn't help the pronunciation of that place, <laughs> by the way. And 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 who owns? Uh, who originally owns the uh, the Grange? It's the uh, the the, Lin- the Lintons. The Lintons, yeah, yeah. They so own the- yeah, the Lintons own it. So the two families in in are the Lintons from Thrushcross Grange. And the Earnshaws for Wuthering Heights. Yeah. So, so Mr. Earnshaw brings home Heathcliff one day, and you had mentioned to me that he might not be an orphan. He might not be yeah. unfamiliar to, to yeah. Mr. Earnshaw. Yeah, I feel like I feel like because they don't really give you too much backstory on 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 the senior Earnshaw. That it's completely possible that maybe you know back in the day, you know he was traveling in the area, you know. And he might have sired a, you know, a son. And I, I just feel like this is like, why would he, why would he pick this random kid up? You know, and the book just kind of like glosses over it or the story. And it's like, oh, like I bring home this kid and it's cool. Why, why is he doing that every time he goes out? Why don't I just get a kid every time? Why all of a sudden, he, why, why this kid? Why Ecliff? Well, you know? and it's a good point for two reasons. One, he doesn't have a wife. So yeah. the wife is, we assume the wife is dead. The mother of uh, yeah. Catherine is dead. And two, he loves this kid. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. He's like, wait a minute, more, who's this random kid? And yeah, like, <laughs> he shows more affection to Heathcliff than he does Henley and Catherine. Yeah, yeah. The it's, other, just, it's very bizarre. The other notion is, and I, again, I did a little bit of research, like everyone dies in this book like prematurely, and then you realize that the life expectancy yeah. at this time wasn't very high anyway. So people yeah. are dying left and right of like cholera, typhoid, smallpox, scarlet fever, measles, and tuberculosis. So yeah. it's conceivable yeah. he was having relations with someone. She died, and so he takes the kid. Which happens throughout the it's a recurring theme in the novel that people die and then then the kids go live with someone else 
or go live with the oh, other yeah, parent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. That's another point that I was going to make up is that whole thing with the kids afterwards. <laughs> Who gets the kids after? Yeah. And I almost got the feeling that you're right. Like, he hooked up with somebody, and then she died at some point, and then he's like, oh, like, where's the son? Because I think I know this kid, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take him in now. No, yeah. Some, so yeah. again, I, I had never heard that one before, but it totally uh, makes sense because he does love the kid, and the kid does love him. And exactly. It's, way it's, too much. Yeah. And like, apparently, and they never talk about this. But you're right. Even he, even Heathcliff has like this like love of him. Yeah. It's like almost like the mother told him, and even though it's never never I, said anything, you get a feeling that oh, your 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 father was a great Englishman. Uh, you know, he owns a, a property. You know, and it's it's I don't know. I'm just there's got to be some reason the reason yeah. why they like each other so much. Yeah. There's something definitely going on there. It's deeper than just a superficial uh, orphan on the street that I that I brought yeah. home. And, and I definitely feel that the author. She there's a lot of parts in this book where she doesn't explain things or no. they just like kind of happen out of the blue. Well, that, so yeah, I feel like the, I, I, and we talked about like the the Kathy the Catherine pregnancy, <laughs> but we'll we'll get that to this. Where the hell did that come yeah. from? So oh, yeah. So Mr. Earnshaw brings home Heathcliff, and yeah. uh, and Heathcliff and Catherine immediately bond, and Henley immediately hates Heathcliff. Um, it, probably it wasn't, for the rivalry. For the, the, oh yeah, Heathcliff you're right. With the you're Kathy's right. not immediate. She kind of like she kind of like uh, annoys him, you know. He's, and she's kind of like, oh yeah, who is this? And you know, it, t- it takes a little bit longer for them to get, uh, you know, more closer. So and uh, the film pretty much follows this, but I think this is probably where you and I agree, and that the relationship throughout the the relationship between Heathcliff and Catherine in the novel is really kind of based on how she feels. She's very mood. She's very moody in the novel. Like she likes him. She doesn't like him. She's embarrassed of him. She wants to be with him. Whereas in the movie, I feel like she really does love him. In a novel, I don't get a sense that she really loves him. No, yeah, you're right. You're, exactly. Although it, it does kind of follow, you know, follow the especially like the one famous scene where Heathcliff, Heathcliff is like in the in the in the shadows and she's yeah, she tells I am Heathcliff. Like, I am the yeah. great line. Yeah. So that's so that's in there, but there's there's all you know. It's I don't know. There's like there's a, like a little lot of little weird things that um, that I noticed that, that were different uh, in the books. When um, Heathcliff and Catherine first meet the the Lintons, the the kids, oh yeah, like they're kids at, at the party. Some, that, that's yeah, that's gone. No, but yeah, but they're like they're young. And in the movie, they're like they're already like it's like it's already Lawrence Olivier and the, I forgot the actress's <laughs> name. They're like wait a minute, like they're like already old already. Like what's shouldn't they be kids? And then they meet them at and they meet them again. Well, the, so, the, I would say that's another confusing thing in 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 the novels. The timeline of when everything happens, yeah, yeah. Eyes and you you think it's a long time has passed, but it really hasn't been a long time. So, I would say the chronology yeah. in the novel is very very jumbled, and so so, and you know, to further along with the plot, then uh, then Heathcliff and Isabella go and. And uh, they get attacked by the dogs, and Isabella gets held up at the Lintons, and she's uh, recuperating from the uh, the dog wound. And then he uh, Catherine, goes, Catherine uh, gets uh, attacked. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Catherine gets attacked, and then the Lintons take her in, and that's where she first meets Edgar. And then she, and yeah. then he's in love with her. But that's like he, but in the book. That does That's not the way it happens. They actually meet them as kids on the on the in the um somewhere. They meet them like in in between and a point. And you know they're they're actually friends, not really friends, but they know each other prior to that. But in the movie, they they meet them in that in that party scene where um where another another thing that's different is there's actually like a ball in the in the movie, like this like glo- like glamorous looking ball with the servants. 
and I don't remember that in the book. I don't remember like, oh, look at all these servants, and you know, they got they all look like George Washington, and <laughs> you know, well, they, they did. They all have that. Well, it does take place in seventeen. Like I said, it's like somewhere around that that the seventeen seventeen. Yeah. So it's so they all have that look, you know. And, but um, yeah, I don't remember that in the book where like it literally they have that like fancy. The Lintons have that fancy lifestyle. Yes, yes, you know, like, which, and, which, and it, which is a contrast to what the Earnshaws have going on, where it's kind of gloomy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which and don't right, the the movie does a really good job of showing that because even Wuthering Heights, even in its height, it's still not. It's still kind of like a like a. It's not like a like a good looking place, right? You know, it's, you know maybe it's 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 kind of like gloomy, you know, uh, gloomy. Whereas the Linton place is like a like it's like it's the bright, ball, it's like it's the cheery, right? Yeah. Ball, uh, expensive people, you know, pe- rich people are coming in and. And it kind of does make more sense in the in the movie because it's like, oh, Catherine sees this and she's like, oh, I like this. And I want like this. A, I want this. I, yeah, I want this. This is like this is this is what the a wife in this time should have. You know? And so, so Edgar ultimately winds up uh, courting her. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of so 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 Catherine's getting the attention from Heathcliff and getting the attention from Edgar, and ultimately decides that she wants a life with Edgar because Hitler Heathcliff is you know poor and a gypsy and still not uh, and still pretty rough around the edges, and so yes, uh, still a stable boyish uh, type of character. He's, yeah, oh he yeah, he's, so yeah. That, that's a big point. When when Mister Earnshaw dies, Henley basically enslaves uh, oh, Heathcliff, yeah. Yeah. and and, and yeah. really is like brutal to him. Yeah, there's also that one scene too, where the uh, it's kind of the catalyst point of the of the, of the reason why Heathcliff doesn't like uh, uh, Henley is because of the horse. Remember initially, oh, where yeah, he wants yeah. to use the horse, and yeah, and that kind of like sets up like the like that rivalry too. So that's and it's in the movie. I thought that did a, did a pretty good job in the movie of that scene. And so um, ultimately, Edgar and uh, and Catherine get married. Which I like. See, I don't understand. Like, she loves if if she loves Heathcliff, yeah, exactly. why would she marry Edgar? Because she wants to like the prestige and the social. She wants like the social uh, hierarchy over. Well, see, see, in the movie, I thought that see in the movie it kind of makes more sense. Though, and it goes back to that scene, well, kind of the book too, where 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 Heathcliff is over overhearing the conversation, and he's like, "She doesn't love me." And it's like you know, she doesn't love me. I'm going. I'm leaving now. And that said, and it kind of like. You know, it's like, oh, he heard you, what you said. You have no choice now. He's gone. Heathcliff is gone now. You know, think about it. You're not, you know, you got you to gotta move on with your life. And really? that's kind of what she does. <laughs> so she, well, I mean, she, she does. <laughs> she moves on with her life. She wants, and she saw what, what she liked. It's like, hey, Heathcliff is gone. I'm going to, now I'm going to hook up now. I'm gonna, you know, yeah, but now. in the in the novel, there, Edgar's already formally courting Catherine. Oh, I think, well, I, I, and I, and yeah, I think, yeah, and I think, is. and I think he's already proposed. And so, so you're you're forgetting, like he had already proposed to her at that point, which is why Catherine's having the conversation with Nelly. Who oh, yeah, do I yeah. choose? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do I choose Heathcliff or do I choose Edgar? Yeah, yeah. And, that's, in the, and, that's in the movie. Yeah. In the so book, then, so then she says, like, I'm choosing, like, I'm like, I'm choosing Edgar. Well, I, I love Heathcliff, but but, that's but, I, want, but yeah, I want. But then she goes on. Though. Yeah. She goes on and she says like, "But, like, I love you know, I love." And he's, but he's already gone, so he doesn't hear that second part, which was, which is you know, which which is really. I think that's kind of good writing. He leaves before she professes her love. Her true and love. so, so she's gonna go with the backup plan, Edgar. Backup plan, and that's, <laughs> that's kind of like real life. That's not a love story. 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 It's basically a necessity of life, especially in, like I said, in that time period. I guess so, right? You have to marry sense. off. Uh, you have to marry off to be stable. Yeah. yeah. So Heathcliff goes off. The Edgar and Ka- and Catherine get married, and Heathcliff comes back. 
and and he wants to he wants to see Catherine and ultimately meets Isabella. And it's funny because you realize you realize like like explicitly in the novel that Heathcliff is repulsed by Isabella. Like he oh, hates yeah. her. He 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 only he only and at the end he I mean ultimately he marries her. But the only reason why he marries her is because is because he wants to get back at Catherine. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It's 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 a hundred percent revenge. Yeah, it's, it has nothing to do with. It's all about revenge. I mean, and and, and, it's, I think, it's like, I, think yeah. I think at one point he tells Isabella like I don't like you, but I'm going to marry you. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird. Though. This also brings up like like the weird like rapiness of of the whole situation. Or in the movie, the movie doesn't completely glosses over this, but the fact that I hate you. But you're gonna you're gonna give me a son, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have we're gonna you know we're gonna have but our married, relationship. Yeah, they, but but she loves him. Yeah, though. but it's very you know it's a it's you know it's like forceful. You know I mean they don't go into detail, but you know it's not like a pleasant thing though. So ultimately, yeah. he marries Isabella for two reasons: to get back at Catherine and to get back at Edgar. Because then him yeah, and for, Edgar have for, issues. Uh, it's also that the future revenge up with the with the you know with his. Uh, his uh his offspring. Oh, it's boy. like it's he, he had like future like plans. I'm like like I sh- my revenge shall carry on. Yeah, my and ultimately my revenge is to own both Wuthering Heights and uh, and the Grange. I mean, yeah. ultimately, right? Yeah, to see the downfall of like both houses. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So so Isabel uh, and Heathcliff run off and get married. Um, and then ultimately, this is the weird part that you and I had talked about previously. Catherine gets very very ill. Yeah. Yeah, this but, is weird. But she's pregnant. But I don't. Unless I miss something, I don't ever see that. I know. I I told you. I told you the same thing. I must. I I was thinking when I'm reading this book, was I drinking and I completely missed a part where she gets pregnant and she's like, you know, she's like nine months yeah. already. Like they they don't. For as far as I know, I remember <laughs> it's a weird. It's a weird. The fact it's, that she's yes. pregnant. They, they do weird. say like, oh she oh she, oh she stopped eating. Now he's yeah. like oh she stopped eating. Like wait a minute, why is she dying? Because she stopped eating. It's like it's, like, it's a weird. Well, she must have one of the. Uh, for aforementioned uh, yeah. illnesses, yeah. I'm assuming, but right? Never, I, I never, you know, why is she not eating for for two? You know, why, you know, you know, where's that part at? And then they never say that. It's just so weird. It's a, it's, it's a weird thing because she's dying, and clearly she's dying, and then, yeah. then she has a kid. And I'm not quite sure, like, when did this happen? When, yeah, I, I don't, I have did, no idea. I'm, I'm the did, same thing. I, and I just kind of, you just kind of accept it. You're like, oh, okay, she, well, you have, to accept, you have to accept it. What, 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 <laughs> like, what, are, what are the choices you have? Like, you have to accept well, it. Was, well, I was kind of like, I remember when I read it, I was like, wait a minute, I need to go back a couple of pages. Did I miss something? That was, wait a minute, when did he, when did uh, the, uh, the um, uh, what's his face, Lynn, uh, when, when did he impregnate her? What, 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 there's no mention I don't, of that. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't go back to reread the, the previous chapter or yeah, two I, to see if maybe it took place but she's yeah. on her deathbed and then i think it says some basically she gave birth and she died yeah yeah it's like wait a minute yeah and, and obviously in the, in the movie this is like pretty much the end of the movie and you know and it's and it's actually more of a love story because like he's with her like he cliff is with is with the catherine and, it, and everything ends it's like hunky dory you know like like it's over it's finally over or it's kind so, of it's not not the, not the ending but it's kind of like the end so, which but is in interesting, movies. but in, in the movie, in the beginning, when Lockwood walks in, there is yeah. Isabella there. Uh, not Isabella. Um, Kathy, the, the the offspring, is in that room, though. They don't. They no. don't explain. No. Who's, okay. who, see that? See that? Is that Isabella? They, they, 
Yeah, they 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 switched it. That's and that's funny because I was watching. I was like, oh, that's supposed that's Kathy's daughter, and, and it's because like, so, I just read the book, and I'm like, that's Kathy's daughter, and it's like, no, it's actually Isabella. Is it really? Like, so yeah. They, so doesn't so doesn't really make sense. It's like so, wait, it doesn't so make the sense. one so the one huge difference between the novel and the movie is is the coverage of the second generation. Oh yeah, completely gone, and that's and that's why it can't be um um Kathy uh, Catherine's daughter because because that's completely gone. So it has to be Isabella as as the the initial woman that's that's there that you think she even tells like he cliff should i make him some tea or something like that yeah so so the movie the movie ends with with and the movie ends similarly to the novel with the exception of there are no there's none of the offspring yeah so so the novel the The novel has um the novel has uh harriton who is uh henley's kid oh he Um, doesn't even exist He's like um no, but in the in, in the novel, yeah, in none the novel, of them exist. Yeah, the movie yeah. doesn't even like, no no kids exist in the in the, no. in the movie. So Henley has a kid, Harriton, and his wife dies in childbirth. Um, yeah. Kathy and Edgar, so Catherine and Edgar have Kathy, and Catherine dies in childbirth. Yeah, and then Isabella and uh, Heathcliff have um, what's their kid's name? Linton. 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 Yeah. And Isabella dies. I don't think she, she doesn't die in childbirth, but she dies at some point. Yeah, yeah. So, she actually she actually goes off on her own. She goes off on her own to uh, take uh, the the son. Yeah. So eventually, Heathcliff gets so so Heathcliff and Lyndon is like a is like a weak weak character. Very, very weak. Yeah. And Harriton, very uh, very susceptible to the to the diseases that you were talking about the the uh, the time that uh, yeah because around. he's frail and he's frail and deathly for a, a good portion of of his uh, appearance in the novel. Oh yeah, and he always is even to the to the entire poem. He's just like he's always constantly <laughs> like, oh help yeah. me. Yeah, he's whiny and he and he's whiny about it, right? <laughs> like do not yeah. leave, like do not. I'm using your English accent now. Like do not leave me. Dude. Like do not do not leave me, <laughs> Catherine. I, yeah, and then it's interesting because Harrington is the opposite. He's more like Heathcliff, even though he's yeah, a son he's of. He's definitely uh, like Heathcliff. He's wild. Yeah. He's not educated. He's like yeah. the, the stable boy, and and Heathcliff actually has a deeper affection for Harrington because oh, yeah, of absolutely. that. Absolutely, the, the the only the 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 uh, Heathcliff's uh, son is only there for for one reason. Yeah, and that's take, and, and that's to get a hold of uh, the Grange Kathy, to marry yeah, to, to marry Kathy and to get the Catherine's Grange. Yeah. 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 So he 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 ultimately manipulates so that Kathy and Linton marry, so that yeah. when Linton dies, he becomes the sole owner of both Wuthering Heights and Thrushcross Grange. Yeah. So I mean, you realize that his plan ultimately is to destroy everybody around him. Oh yeah, absolutely, Un- unequivocally, and it, it's there's no, you know, <laughs> and, and the weird thing about the book though, there is one weird part in the book. And that's when he's, and that's, um, which kind of changes his demeanor where he's always has like this vengeance, vengeance, vengeance. But then there's that one part where he's going to slap around, uh, um, Kathy for the second time. He's already slapped her around once and he goes to slap her around the second time and then he stops. And then all of a sudden he just changes. I don't know if you remember that where like, he just like changes and he, uh, it, his mood changes. And he's, know, like, get, get, he's like, get out of here. Like get he's away like, from yeah, me. Yeah. Get away from me. And then he, then he goes and writes his like will. And it's like, I, I don't, he knows something's going to happen or something. And he, he finally like realizes like, you know, like it, it can't end all in vengeance. And I'll, you know, 
No, and that's he, why like, he's evil. Like he's he's evil. He, he is, but for some reason he doesn't slap around that second time. And he changes. Like he turns and he actually puts him. If you remember the the very ending, he actually gives. He gives. I mean, I, I assume he gives everything to the to uh, Kathy in the end because remember she's like her and her her and, and uh, Harrington. Uh, Harrington. Harrington. Yeah, which is kind of another weird relationship. Yeah, because they're first, they're first cousins. Like the, yeah. They, so they, yeah. they 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 suggest that I think either they suggest or they get married. It's a, no, it's a fact. They it's an absolute fact. But they get married. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's into him. You know, so the beginning, that, she hates and, him. He's and like they're a, first cousins, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah and like yeah. blood blood, they're first cousins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. They, but then they, that probably you know, was, that probably was standard back in seventeen hundreds. Uh, probably. Probably. The inter intermarriage. When what's his face comes back, um, what's his name? Um, the guy that the guy that rents the Grange, when he comes Lock, back, Lockwood, Lockwood, Lockwood. He he actually has a thing for young Kathy. You know he, you know that's this is why yes. he's, and I think yeah. it's kind of weird. But he, you know, you figure he's a more younger suitor, as in the movie. They, it's like I forgot the actor's name, but he's a kind of an older guy. But in the book, it's like a more. It's, I feel I assume he's a little bit younger, and he kind of like he, she, Kathy catches yeah. his eye, and he wants yeah. to support her. Absolutely, but he sees that uh, Harrington's like, oh gosh, he's with him. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's over, and like, and they're happily running through Wuthering Heights, and yeah. he looks more like Sunny as first like, co- oh. as first cousins as first cousins. <laughs> And like, oh, haven't you heard the news? Like, like Heathcliff is gone. It's like, yeah, okay. And so the, it, it, it does have a sunny. It does have like a sunny part to the ending. It's not. It doesn't end all in pure like evil. Well, <laughs> and at the end of the novel and the movie, Kathy, Catherine, and Heathcliff are reunited. Well, see, now this is very subjective because I remember when I first saw the movie that it was like a like a love ghost story. Yes. Like, oh, it's a yes. ghost story. It's even the beginning yes. of the show, the uh, when Murray's hand gets touched by yeah. Catherine. Yeah. And it's very subjective. And I don't believe that there's any, it's people, like, they, you know, they're, you know, they're seeing what they want to see and they're hearing what they want to hear. And everybody's like, I don't believe in ghosts and all this stuff. And in the book, there's, I think it's a kid who goes, oh, I saw, yes. I saw Catherine and he yes. did. But it just—it's very subjective. Like they're, you know, it's you know, they're seeing what you want to see, the mist and whatnot, and you know, they come you on. Think so. Like, so, but but they, oh, but, absolutely. But Heathcliff even says like like haunt me. He's crazy. He goes crazy. <laughs> the guy's insane. He's insane the whole book. Of course he sees it. And, and all of a sudden he's got he's got, the, he's got what's his face telling him that oh like you know I saw you know like somebody touched me and I saw like, now funny. he's believing him more. It's like it's it's feeding into his his mentality, which is already like crazy. So you think so you think he's deranged at the end. Oh, absolutely. No, so you absolutely. think so wait, so you think that there's no reuniting of them in the afterlife? No, no, wow. no. Everything everything he's affecting is just it's it's a mental thing. It's what he <laughs> it's like what he believes is like, you know, really? it's just happening. Absolutely. So there yeah. is no reuniting yeah. of their love at the end no, of the book that, or the novel or the thinking. book or the movie? Uh, both of them, both of them. It's really? uh, there's no, yeah. Obviously, in the movie, it's it's really good because it's like it shows it's like a happy ending. Like, it's like, yeah, there's it's also a... that there's also that one line that that uh, Heathcliff tells uh, Catherine when they're kids. Oh, 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 this is another point that I don't, I don't, I don't think you put it on your notes. That's that's never explained. And in the book, they, I mean, the movie, they kind of explain it. That how does Heathcliff get his wealth? They, right, and there's there's like that joke in the in the with in the, the movie pirate with the ship. Tells about the, yeah, like my family is so and so. Oh like, yeah, like, like you're a prince of this and a queen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your mom's the queen yeah. of this and the the king of this. Yeah, yeah, but they never, as no. far as I know, they never explain where he, where Heathcliff gets his wealth. All you right. know is he came to America during the revolution. 
and then all of a sudden he comes back wealthy. But I, I, don't, even, I, don't think, I don't think that's fully explained that he actually goes to America. I think that's rumored that he got, went to America. Yeah, it's, it's a rumor. I don't, even know, if, never, I don't even know if that's confirmed. No, so, that, so, so that could be a complete like fallacy, and he could just, he, could, he probably got it from somewhere in England. Yeah, you're, you're assuming that he got his, like, his, well, so you can't even say that because he was always a rough guy. So you're right. He didn't come to America to become more rough. You know, yeah, how did that can so, solve do you, you, have a spe- know. you have a speculation on how he got his wealth? I have no idea. I mean, there's, you know, considering how bad he is of a character, I mean, did he did he kill somebody? Did he take their, I mean, you'll never know. <laughs> unless unless the author wrote somewhere. Like a ruthless, notes, like ruthless. Is, is like there a like, ruthless, a, is there like a cliff notes that I can look at, like, a, like an addendum? A writer's, a writer's notes to like Yeah, what, because uh, I want to know where he got his wealth from. You know, the only thing I could think of is he went to America, he got wealthy on something, you know, during the revolution, probably uh, maybe he owned something and sold it, uh, you know, you'll never know. I mean, as far as I know, you know, unless you look it up and you're hardcore about it. So here's the other thing, though. What evidence of there that he has a bunch of wealth? At the end of the day, he well, said. Well, at the end, he, at well, the end of the day, he takes ownership of Wuthering Heights by yeah. paying off Hindley's uh, gambling debts. Yeah. So, well, he's got to have some money somewhere. He's yeah, got some money. But, but he, doesn't mean he's wealthy. Doesn't exactly, but he has enough to pay off of, which is probably a pretty good debt. You assume that it's gonna, you know, in order to take over the weather heights, you assume there's gonna be a pretty good monetary value on you it. Think so? so, you know, I, I don't imagine it's like it's like, oh, like like 10 pounds or you know, whatever. <laughs> it's gotta be a lot. It's gotta be a pretty like he owes like five thousand pounds. And are, are you willing to take over this Sir Cliff? And that's sir, he's not he's not a knight, but are you willing to take over and, and somehow he pulls out the gold? He probably has gold, which makes me think maybe he went to California. The oh, uh, and, well, mine well, some California gold. didn't exist at the, the end 70, 78. So wherever he was, he probably got a good, you know, a good either bonds or something, but he has to have a pretty good amount of money to to pay off the uh the uh um the um what's his Earnshaw sons like uh, war um, pro- you know. war profiteering, perhaps. It, 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 that's what I'm thinking. It like arm like arms arms dealing. Arms deal, like arms dealers to the, <laughs> maybe. But to what side? Like to, to like the to, to the to the to the Americans or to the maybe, what side well, to the yeah, maybe to Americans. You know it's, or it's dr- really, like dr- drug and prostitution like running it's, it's racketeering. Also, it's very yeah. interesting because the movie, you know, it's it's obviously they're English characters, and he says he goes to America during the revolution. So it makes you wonder what was Heathcliff doing in that period? Mm-hmm. Was he was he supporting the crown? Or was he supporting like, no, like the, like I, the I revolution? No, I don't think he would support the crown. He would support the revolution. And, how, so? and, and, however, he, sure? and however he gained that money, it was not legal, I'm pretty certain. <laughs> that, that, well, that's well, cause, because of his character. Yeah. You know, his, because the character, you assume yeah, that whatever his, he did. He's a scoundrel. You know, like, he's a scoundrel. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, and that's what I say. I go like whatever he, whatever he did. Arms, drugs, probably arms dealership to the yeah, Americans. Come on, <laughs> come on. He's doing yeah. something shady. Yeah, that's 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 what I kind of figured too. But they never, as far as I know, the author never or in the book it's not in there, and you know the movie it's not in there, unless she has like an addendum. I mean, I guess you'll never know. I know she does. Um, so I think I mean, I, and I love the novel, and I, but I love the novel because, he, and again, the way I always explain it to people, definitely not a love story. No. It's a hate story, and he hates everyone around him, including himself. I mean, there's definitely some self hatred uh, going um, on, and the hatred of others. There, there is a there is a ruthlessness to him, and I and I always say like the uh, the ultimate death, the ultimate hatred is born out of the ultimate love, is the way I describe this okay. book. Yeah. Because not only does he want to screw over everybody around him, he wants to screw over their children. Like that's that's a that's pretty yeah. that's that's, pretty, that, that's a that's dedicated hate. Yeah, but like I said, at the very end though, it's like I said, like that one scene where, where he's not where he stops slapping around uh, Kathy, and basically signs over the. I assume he signs over the wills to the to the properties. 
to you know, and, and in the end they're happy. So they got something out of it in the end. You know, yeah, but that's only because he becomes delirious of that notion he's of so crazy now. Well, no, like, he's you know, so if you're saying it's a if you're saying it's like a, a like a mental breakdown of him being reunited with Kathy, oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah. delirious that he's gonna be with her soon. And like, that's ultimately why and that's ultimately, I got what I want. Yeah, and that's ultimately why he kind of relents on yeah. uh, on Kathy and uh and Harriton because he yeah. knows that the end is near and he's gonna be reunited with his love. And or it's also possible that, that Kathy told him in her ghost persona, which is obviously in his mind, that you know, please, you know, with the with the the kids. Give them, you know, give them. Okay, Kathy, I'll give them that. You know, I'm, I'm making, I'm making up my own, like, uh, like, like the, like, like Heathcliff, like the Wuthering Heights Part Two, like the, like, like what go. really happened. There you go. So <laughs> I, I, I love the novel because he's ruthless and he doesn't care. And again, it, it's hate and it's hate to everybody around him. There's, there is no one who, who escapes his hatred. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. In that novel. Yeah. Um, but I like the movie too, and I like the movie. Be- and it's a softer, it's a softer version of the novel because I don't feel that that Heathcliff is 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 consumed by hate in the movie, and I feel that the love story between Catherine and Heathcliff is more authentic. And so I think, and I and I believe that they are reunited at the end, at least in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I refuse to believe that. That's gee, just a, like you don't want that. You don't want the happy. You, a, you rather think him crazy than giving them the happy yeah, ending. Well, it, 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 well, well, see now this is subjective too because in his mind, he you know he you know he gets what he wants, and isn't that isn't that like the Matrix where if I you know I, this, this meat here is not real, the pill, but if yeah. I believe it's real, it's you know tastes there, really good. So go. in his mind, he gets the happiness that he wants. But you know, obviously, it's just, he's just you know, it's just like it's you, there's no ghost of Kathy. You're you know, you're gonna die, and uh, you know, you're gonna you're dying now, and that's it. And you know, and that's this accepted. was this, this was the first time you read the novel. And that was the first time, yeah. And so, that besides having time. the difficulty of reading it, because who the heck knows what Joseph is saying throughout the oh, whole yeah, book? Joseph has, <laughs> yeah, even the book, it's like go, go, go. it's like it's so it's so on top, like uh, the vernacular. And, and obviously, obviously, uh, the the author she knew somebody like that at some point where that bad English where go for the oil, it's going over the it's like, it's like, like what is it like, saying? Like what are you saying? Like, <laughs> so besides like some of the difficulty in, in reading it because it's obviously written in a different yeah. uh, time did you enjoy so, it yeah. did you like the novel um the novel uh, to me the novel is a two uh, two point thing is it a classic and and it's absolutely a classic did i enjoy the novel yeah it was okay it's an, it's an okay huh. read in book it's a, yeah but but as you know in terms of it's a, a place in time it's obviously it's it, it's a very important you know book especially for its time but uh, you know, other than, other than, I don't think I'll read it again. Yeah, so that's the, and like, that was the next not, question. Would you read it again? Yeah, no, no. I wow, I've read this book yeah, like uh, seven, eight, nine, ten yeah, times. You, maybe. Yeah, you told me that. Love yeah, it. It's, Love yeah, it. It's, it's it's just it's so it's so painful. It's like it's just like so like like Being angry. Painful, like be, yeah, I like that though. I, I, I'm an angry person. <laughs> like I'm an angry person. I like that. I relate to Heathcliff. Like Heathcliff is the, <laughs> to me like Heathcliff is honestly one of like the greatest villains ever. Like because he gonna, just doesn't, he just doesn't care. He doesn't I'm, care. I'm gonna be a bulldog and call him Heathcliff. He'll be like an angry dog. <laughs> yeah, like like he he's angry. He wants to get revenge on everyone. He's it, it, he hates himself. I yeah. I love Heathcliff. I love that he's like the dark the darkness that we all have. It, he's, it, like, it, he's like the greatest literary villain of all time. It, it does make me wonder what Bronte was um 
what she was thinking at that time where she created the like the whole thing was, it, was she a sperm was was that a part of her like you know her experiences in yeah. life who's it who's the character he cliff based on ultimately exactly. right like does she know somebody like this that was like this you know like so she, some bad stuff probably happened to her that uh that uh prompted her to write that and so you wouldn't read the book again the movie mm-hmm. what do you think ultimately your final thoughts on the movie? i love the movie i love the movie and it's kind of weird because they literally just you know they, they remove all the badness of it or not all of it but most you know most of it and make it a love story and a ghost story so that's which is basically like what i saw in the childhood it was like oh it's a ghost story and a love story right and it's like oh, okay this is cool it's like so reading reading the book it's like it's like a it's like a slap in the face like, wait a minute this is not the book wait a minute, the movie. <laughs> what's going on here this yeah it's, uh, but i like but i think they're uniquely different oh, and, you yeah. know they, they obviously have a thread of uh, similarity they do. Yeah, but they, they do. definitely diverge into different directions and and you've seen this movie how many times we've seen this movie tons of a times lot. now right yeah, it's, like, yeah, of it's, Nana. Part, it's part of our childhood yeah, yeah. we've seen yeah. this movie at least 10 15 times easy yeah you know you know what's so funny is i was watching this with the with the with the our mother and uh and i was telling her like wait a minute because because I, I you know I, you know I, I forget the movies and stuff and i was telling her um you know so you know you know he has like a like a son and stuff so no he doesn't I'm like what are you talking about he has like a son because because of the That's movie funny. he remembers the movie and i'm like yeah he, yeah. Does. he has a son he's like no he doesn't what are you talking about <laughs> yeah like maybe you should get her to read the novel <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah he does i'm like but then i'm like thinking like wait a minute it's probably it's probably best that you don't read this like let's best left unsolved. Yeah, I mean, this movie remind you know again. This is one of those movies we grew up with, and I think like I put oh, yeah. this along the same lines as like the Houdini movie with oh, the, uh, yeah. which is yeah. a great movie. Yeah, it uh, is. but I, I I remember our childhood fondly for that for Weathering Heights and uh, is it the great? Was it the movie called Houdini? Is it just called uh, Houdini? Was, no, no, it was called. Um... Was it called? I don't think it was. That's the one with um, uh, Tony what? Curtis. Yeah, and, uh... gosh, I think it was called something else actually. Great, great uh, movie. Yeah. I'll do a quick uh, a quick Google on uh Yeah, I think it's movie. called something else. That's uh that's the one in the end where they 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 actually changed like the his death and they... Yeah, yeah, it's called Houdini. It okay, is called, so it it is is called Houdini. Houdini. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great movie. So that's uh that's we're gonna wrap up because the, the fights are gonna start pretty soon. But uh, ultimately um we are going to look at Rosemary's Baby next, which oh, I love yeah. uh, but you know, just right off the bat, great movie, great novel. Yeah, uh, you enjoyed both of them. I take it absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I said, like my only thing with the with the movie was a soundtrack, and other See, than yeah, that, I might, I might just... disagree with you on that, but I'll have to revisit the uh, soundtrack. So, oh yeah, you can actually. I think you, it might be on Spotify too, so you can check that out. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna I'm gonna check to see if I can find that too. Uh, yeah, so I, I, told, to I told you like I I have the Alexa, so it's like Alexa, play scary music, and so right oh, away, yeah. right away, <laughs> that Exorcist came out, and then that the Voltaire oh. song came. The, yeah, like, the what, Voltaire. Song came. That's like the yeah. That's like the scary. What are you talking about? What is that? I was like, wait a second. I, I know that voice. It's uh, it's Voltaire. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, so we're gonna wrap it up, and uh, we'll again we'll coming back together again and do Rosemary's Baby. Um, so this has been Bruised Views and other nerdities. I'm Leonard Martinez, and I'm Gregory, and we'll talk to you soon.